0: And we are live, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Half Court Podcast. Before I forget, because I'm gonna do this, I always do this for Marco, man. What is Gucci Manucci's? We are out <laughs> here, man. I am Darwin. We got A V behind the camera as usual. And we got Karina, hair boss. I'm just playing. <laughs> Karina. Karina's here. Uh, big shout out to her. She is the first female in the Half Court Podcast. Now, Karina, take it over. Tell us what you do, and let's just go from there.
1: Well, I am a hairstylist. I've been a hairstylist for about a little over seven years now. I started when I was 19. I basically got my license in Metro Tech. I did it at Grant. So when I got out of Grant, I basically got my license right away. And I got right, like I got straight to it.
0: So seven years, how old are you?
1: I'm 26.
0: 26. That's tight. So you started at 19. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yes. And
2: explain to people what, what your day was like back then, because uh, I remember when we worked at Brahms, you fucking she would grind, bro. She'd go from Brahms yes. to Metro Tech to just
1: I was a fucking hustler. I would say I was getting it. I, I actually knew I was going to be a hairstylist since I was like really, really young. I was 12 years old when I officially told myself I was going to be a hairstylist and I 100 percent knew that that's what I was going to be, like a hairstylist.
0: So when you start doing the, when you knew, like, is it, you said it was at the age of 13?
1: No, like at the age of 12, like I knew I was going to be a hairstylist. But even before then, I had already like started noticing that I liked hair. So I kind of like told myself like at 12, like I, I love doing hair. Like I noticed that I was really good at it because, okay, first I have curly hair. And when I was growing up, since I started school, like, kindergarten, my mom, she doesn't know how to, like, do hair. She doesn't know how to, like, style it. So she always wanted to do these, like, fucking ponytails. And I was just like, Mom, all the little girls in school, they got their hair all nice and they got, like, little colitas and they connect them. And I want to have my hair nice. And I didn't, like, have my hair down because it looked like a frizzy afro. So I was just like, nah, fuck that. Like, I need to figure this shit out. So I basically um, started, like, trying to, learn on my own since i was like in kindergarten i started like i don't know like grabbing stuff and lining and doing all kinds of pain I was on myself and i was really young and then i got like i think somebody gave me like a doll i don't know if my mom bought it for me or somebody gave it to me but it was like a doll head like a brat doll mm-hmm. and i started with that and i started like every single day i would come home and i don't have sisters i i only have three brothers so i had this little doll and i would just sit there and like style her like crazy. I would sit there and style her for hours and hours and hours. And it was so fun to me. And I didn't, I was naturally like, I was, you had a flow with it. Yes. And I was naturally like kind of aggressive and like, um, impatient. I like things done like that. But with that, I could have like so much patience. Like I was like so detailed and perfectionist. And I was just like, No, like, I need to get this right. I need to make her hair go like this and her hair go like this. And I mean, I'm talking about, I was already like in second grade doing this like every day, like going home and like peinando la mona. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like (laughs) every day. And I was like noticing that I wasn't even like those little girls. Have you ever seen like a lot of people tell me, like, oh, do you still grab your Barbies and cut their hair? And I was like, no, I never did that. Like, I used to like treasure their hair. I would treasure their hair and I would style their hair and I would never like mistreat it. Like to me, it was like, need to treat it like nice, you know? Yeah. So I started doing that. And one time I remember I told my mom, hey, um, show me how to do a braid. Cause she actually didn't know how to do like the basic braid. Showed me one time how to do a braid. And I literally was in second grade. I corn rolled my doll. Like, you know how like the Morenitas be doing it? Like from here, I did like about. Like, I mean, it was a big head, like, you know, and I corn rolled the whole entire Mona in like, I don't know how long it took me. It took me probably a long time, but I was in second grade and my mom just told me how to do a basic braid and I figured it out. So I realized I was really good. And when I was when when I would go to school, I would do my own hair and I never had nobody do my hair. So by like 12, I realized I was so good at it. And I was like, you know what? I think I want to be a hairstylist when I get older so, cuz I'm good at it.
0: When you do you remember that moment like that you were like okay this is something I want to do like like that what was that moment like like when you like oh man I realized I wanted to do this and cuz I'm I don't know I like it I'm passionate about it.
1: Well, I think I realized it whenever I still, I still to want to be a singer. So I was like, I fucking suck.
3: <laughs> you
1: know? I was like, like, I really don't, don't think this shit is going to work out for me. So I really need to figure out what I'm actually good at. So I was So like, you're telling
2: me that like at this age, you're already thinking of that shit. Like, yeah, already... but I'm
1: a big thinker. Like I'm always like thinking like ahead. So I don't know, like, I legit thought I was going to be a singer. I would go to school and, like, I had this notebook and my teacher thought I was, like, the cutest thing ever. So she let me, like, write songs instead of writing in my journal, instead of writing, you know, like, what you do, like, in your journal, how you you have to, like, write. you know like your little journal so she was like oh well Karina you can write your little poetry or your little songs and I was like okay and I would be like writing my little poetry because I swear I was gonna be like maybe a songwriter (laughs) but I realized I wasn't that good so I was like you know what this is just a phase and I realized I was so much like I was better at doing hair plus I have family that does hair so, so did you
0: did you get to write some songs?
1: I have like this little notebook where I probably have a couple songs. It was like poetry, you know,
2: poems. Like yeah, yeah. I mean poems, okay. it's, that's basically what music is, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's just a, I'm not gonna put you on like, the spot because like
0: st- st- I was I was to put you on the spot for a minute. Like, hey, spit some bars. <laughs> I know j Po didn't do that. I know he didn't. Jay poe was like, "Fuck no." He's like, "Yeah, man, I'm an MC rapper, you know, like, can you spit something?"
2: Nice. Fuck no. I'm like, "Bro, How I do this? shout
0: life. out to my guy, Jay po <laughs> Yeah. That
2: so shit. no, no, but what I was saying is, explain like your uh, day back in the day, like when you were 18. When I her. was, when
1: I was in the, um, okay. Well, this is what I would do. So, I know I was gonna be a hairstylist, but I was also going to college because. I got college for free, you know, just because like, you know, <sighs> FAFSA and um, OKC Go and I had signed up for Oklahoma's Promise like before that. So I was like, you know what? Why would I throw away all this free stuff? I'm just going to go to college like I don't care. I know I'm going to be a hairstylist in the long run, but why not get a little bit more education because grad didn't teach me shit. So why not? <laughs> why not go to college and just actually learn for once? Because I really don't think I learned anything in high school. Like, really? This so is... was
2: college tough for you? Yeah. What did you so go for? Hard. though?
1: I was originally wanting to go for like nursing. But I just think I just said that. Just I think that's I every again, little Mexican
2: girl's
0: uh, thing.
1: <laughs> I knew I wasn't gonna <laughs> <Yeah>. do it.
0: <laughs> that is so true. But it's it's, it's
1: because it, everybody tells you it's a good it, career. It, I mean, I feel
0: like you have to go for it if you're passionate. But it, it is there is money. I mean, I, to a certain point, like I think I couldn't do it. But I that. But that is crazy, bro. I think it's Hispanics in general because uh, they told me that I'd go you know be a nurse or go to the medical field. So that's when I decided to go for physical therapy because I, I i think i can't i suck at that shit as far as like nursing and like you know just having to be there and, all fucking and, injecting them and it's
2: depressing know, to me
0: yeah and then working at a hospital i never thought you know i don't see myself working there but i think that's pretty much most of the hispanics i mean it's not a bad thing but if you're passionate about it then go for it because that yeah. is yeah we need job motherfuckers yeah, yeah we do we do it's it's a must so props yeah. to those people those nurses and shit
2: so yeah. you had like what English comp 1 English comp 2 all that <sighs> shit
1: Man, I had to do all the basics. I only got one. I got like two classes that kind of were leading to um, I guess into the medical field <clears throat> and I would say like medical terminology just told me like the basic basic like body stuff that I thought that was kind of cool because I learned like some body parts I didn't know and like what they do <clears throat> but the the one that i thought was like crazy fucking hard that made me realize i was never going to be a nurse was pharmacology pharmacology is the like basically like the study of medicine and literally everybody in my class was like, we're all gonna be nurses. So my teacher was an actual nurse, like my professor was a nurse, and she was like, Okay, so since everybody wants to be a nurse, the whole entire exams are gonna be based on like real scenarios of what a nurse has to deal with. So she started like she started giving us like questions about like um like for example, if this is like an older six year old patient, um, and he has heart problems, what kind of medicine would you give him? And then, like, you know, the certain medicines. And then the next question would be, okay, well, if you're going to give him so-and-so medicine, how many milligrams would you give a 60-year-old versus a 5-year-old? And then you're like, damn, because you don't give them, you don't prescribe the same amount of yeah, like milligrams. That's crazy. And
0: that's a tricky one because yes. it's a year difference. And you know? I
1: felt like she was talking in Chinese like the whole time. And I was like, oh my God, I don't understand. I'm so retarded. I can't believe, like, why am I even here? Like, I can't understand. You but got I,
2: frustrated. Like, I was it was frustrated. a moment where you were just like, fuck.
1: And then to be honest with you, I realized that like, as being Hispanic, we don't. I feel like we're behind, like, in how, like, American people talk, like, how yeah, how yeah. good their English is. I felt so stupid a lot of the time because the professors there, they don't talk. They talk, like, more professional. And yeah. at Grant, they talk to us kind of like, you know. they Dumbed understand. down, maybe? Yeah, dumbed down. They dumbed us down. So they talk to us, like, they don't use these big words or nothing like that. So then you go here, and the, the professors are actually, like, talking to you, like. It's like normal like a
2: grown like person a grown, yeah person, but, and you're still a kid basically it's like yeah, oh yeah and i was
1: just like damn like i'm so stupid but see this is how i know it's a hispanic thing because like my man he's white and like for him like whenever i would ask him like the professor told us this and he's like seriously you don't know what that means and i'm like yeah like real? seriously i don't know what the fuck that means like yeah. i'm not even kidding you like and he's like this is what this means and i'm like man so like it is it is like when you already know like, you know, if you know two languages, it's hard to, like, perfect both those languages. Yeah,
0: exactly. It's um, so hard. I and have,
2: especially, like, when your parent I mean, your parents, you're talking to them in Spanish basically the whole time you're there, so it's yeah. like... Yeah.
0: I think I have a hard time, uh, and, and this is crazy, because now that you say, like, it's uh, the English as far as, far as professionalism, um, that is, is very important to just, like, know that professionalism, but more as far as the Spanish side, they always, like, when I was in high school my teacher would be like, "Hey, um, you guys need to learn, especially in Puerto Rico." So yeah. she would say, "You got you guys got to learn how to talk properly." So she would put these uh fucking reggaeton like these songs and the "ciao oh, quiero bailar" with the L and then uh in all this shit that ended up with the L, she was like, "You guys need to change that because that's not I mean, that's our culture." I I, I don't know who the fuck came up with it, but y'all you need to change it because it's not that's not that's how not you say right. it, you know? Like mm-hmm. you can't be just lazy. Really? On it. That's yeah.
2: crazy. I didn't know that. that- she said, was well, saying
0: like and she would just point out all the things that the rappers would be saying and shit, and I was like, ah man, fuck her. She don't know shit, you know. <laughs> and, but at the end of the day, it's like it's true. In <laughs> like way once you became say-
2: grown, you were like, oh shit, that's the- yeah. Man, there was a lot of shit that was kind of yeah fucking ratchet, <laughs> yeah. So it's like it, it's yeah. very
0: important now that like because I struggle, man. I struggle to, like to sell a package to somebody in Spanish. Like I struggle because I try to sound professional when that's not me. That's not my culture as far as. English, I'll kill it. Like, I'll fucking... But when it's, when it's Spanish, like, I try to keep it as slow as possible and not talk that... Oh, that, damn! You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, you <laughs> got really lost. Is that how you talk?
1: That's
0: how we talk, so it's like... Oh, okay. When so, I met his little
2: brother, I couldn't understand him. So but, I boy, can like, understand him. They, if if really they start going back and forth, though. Like, if... I can understand him if he's talking to me, but if it, him and his little brother... Even now, they start talking to each other. Like, nah, I'm just sitting there like... I can catch certain little things, but certain little th- I'm like, what the fuck are these niggas saying? Yeah, so them? it's
0: like, so like you know, you, uh, you it's just too fast. It's different. A lot of shit that is not professional, but it's our culture. So yeah, it's just that keeping that balance. I know I suck. I suck at selling in Spanish. But okay,
1: I should probably go back to what you answered. Okay, so point of the story is that I was going to um, college early in the morning. Probably was waking up like at. Eight in the morning, and then oh no 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 I'm lying. I would go to cosmetology. No, I'm lying. I'm lying. It's because there was there was, the the year that I graduated from Grant. I was going. I was still finishing cosmetology school and going to college, and I was working already.
2: So yeah, like when you were at Brahms, that's the, yeah. explain that workflow, like the, uh, like a, a Tuesday of
0: that year.
1: Fuck. Okay,
0: that seems hectic. Yeah, Because we
1: worked crazy. at Brahms
2: until yeah, 11 at crazy. night.
0: Uh, like was that your first job?
1: No, that was like my second You were at Subway, huh, my before third. that? That was my third.
0: So you went from one fast food to another one?
1: Yeah, I mean, I started working when I was 16. You know, I was working at Subway. I worked at JCPenney, like at the salon, like uh, ringing up people and stocking. And then I worked at Brahms. But, um, man. So anyways, I guess I just... I guess I would wake up, go to cosmetology and then go to college and then go to work. So I would have to just go there. I remember I was eating a lot of fast food and I got real kind of like sick or like uh, because I was not used to like eating fast food because I couldn't I didn't have time to go home and eat. So Mm -hmm. I was just like grab and go, grab and go, grab and go. And I think. So you're
0: probably immune to the coronavirus, huh?
1: fuck so all that <laughs> shit man shit. brahms
0: college cosmetology and shit like yeah that's tough yeah for real that's tough
1: and then after that oh okay i don't know if i should say this okay i quit brahms and i was gonna start looking for another job and my friend she was like nah just go just go get like a job at the aesthetic they'll hire you like and I was like but I'm not done yet and she was like it don't matter just go ask for a job so I was like all right fuck it I'm just going to go ask and you know this one salon hired me even though I wasn't done getting my license so they hired me like on the down low so I was kind of But ask- did,
0: did you uh, were would you already done with like the hours you just <laughs> no, no no, uh, no. she was basically like like
2: no, she was like in the process like but basically the lady just saw that she was good so she yeah, was like Yeah and you know, I only okay, had like in. a
1: couple months left I could, I could um, get, like, a permit to start working, like, a, whatchamacallit. It's, it's basically like
2: what I'm on right now. Yeah.
1: Like, a student. It's like, you can get, a like, a...
2: As long as you uh, register yourself to take the test, they give you a permit. Yeah. And, and you, you have you to can... be working under a licensed person.
1: Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I started working, like... Even though I hadn't got, like, my official license, I had already started working. Because I had, was about to graduate, like, in four months or five months. So... I just told the lady, look, I'm about to graduate here soon. I'll bring you my license, but I I want to start working. Like, I don't want to go back to fast food. Just go, like, can can I just start working? Like, teach me. So she was like, all right, mija, yo, yo te ayudo, you know? And I was like, okay, cool. So I started working at this, like, kind of hood salon. But, like, it was popping. Like, there was people coming in and out, like, all the time. So I was really happy because, you know, I'm getting a bunch of walk-ins. I was really nervous. I was scared. Like, I could see why people quit, to be honest with you. Because when you really don't know, yeah. you're just, like, shitting yourself. Like, oh, my God. Like, I really don't want to fuck yeah. this person A. V., up. AV
0: told me last time he had it. this, uh, what was that guy you was telling I felt it. He was telling me, like, this guy was sweating. This guy was just. I mean,
2: just like, I mean it is. It's pressure. It's pressure. So it's pressure. So like, it's the so barbershop you get one no shot. fucking joke. Actually, you get one shot.
0: That's yeah. it. You know? So it's like. The the good news is, like, you fuck them up, but the good news is, two weeks later, it's back, you know? But you just get one shot at that moment, and you can lose that client. You can make or break them, you know what I'm saying? So it's... it's,
2: Knowing that, like, it's fat, like, you see other ladies cutting and shit, and then you're like, damn, she just fucking did, like, three cuts. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Like, I feel like those people that start in their garage and start, like, practicing on their friends first, it's a little bit easier, versus, like, if you don't really... Like, if you don't really practice first and you just jump right into it, it's way harder. You really have to have like guts for it. And I think I kind of more I kind of jumped in a little bit too soon. And maybe I should have just like, you know, kind of did it a little bit more on the side. But either way, like I got I I was pretty good already. But you threw yourself in the water. Nobody,
0: nobody. I actually called.
1: I actually called him and I was like, hey, Aaron come over here to the salon. They're going to teach me how to do a taper. I need you to like be my model so the lady can show me how to do a taper. And he came and I remember I got mad at you. you remember? Yeah, yeah. I was telling you. Okay. Cause... She fucked
2: my shit up. No. <laughs> <laughs> You're such a
1: liar. No. So I got mad at him because look, because see, I told you I was real. Like I knew I was going to be a hairstylist since I was young, so I was super passionate. I was very, very passionate. He comes in there and the lady's teaching me how to do a taper and I'm like doing the taper and then he's like, damn, this shit seems easy. I think I can fucking do it. And I was like,
0: um, oh, hell So you no. still wasn't a barber. <laughs> oh.
1: No, nah, was nah, he uh, wasn't. Oh,
0: he was my
1: fucking like test subject, you know, <laughs> and he came over there and I'm over here like, you know, trying. Like, what are you trying to say?
0: fool? yeah. What are you
1: trying to say? Like this shit is easy, you know? So I'm over here doing it, and he's like, Man, I think this shit is easy. I can fucking do it. And so,
0: then, did that spark your shit? Like, I mean, I had already, in a lot of yes, yes, like, Yeah, that's
2: why uh, later like, on oh, I told shit. her, I was like, "Like, Why did you get mad? If anything, that should fucking show <laughs> you that I looked up to you in a sense. Nah, you know? nah,
1: dude. You should have seen the shit he was talking. This what he literally, because, okay, when he said that, okay, we, we always. We grew up together. If yeah. okay, if y'all don't know, let me tell y'all a little background. Me and Aaron know each other since we were like twelve, or I was twelve. He might have been like ten or eleven. And
2: back we, on thirty ninth, shout yes, out to all the 39th ninth boys.
1: So we talk mad shit to each other because we're like, you know, grew up together. So <laughs> whenever he told me that he was talking shit, and um, he didn't just say that. He was like. And I'm gonna be better than you. I was like, "Oh, oh hell no!" He went he did there. Not saying he was gonna be, He was like, "Give me three months." I was like, "Fuck you, <laughs> fuck
0: you." Oh shit! Damn, he, it got real, yeah, huh?
2: you Like that, like where we fucking we would play a uh, midnight club, bro. Uh, the, ah, uh yeah, 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 you know, yeah, bro. So she would stay fucking hours like designing cars and shit. <laughs> so we would come in, and then me and, and Petey would be like, That's just fucking ugly. <laughs> bro, she kicked us out of her house. She's not her passion,
0: like, Oh, you're passionate, like, ah, these rims. Oh, but what if I put this bumper on it, yeah. boom, 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 so just get that. We come in and like, that's just fucking ugly.
1: <laughs> I did uh, kick him out of my house one time, though. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. no,
2: that, yeah, that's yeah, I'm telling you. She was like, get the fuck out. <laughs> I was like, for real? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I was, uh, no, nah, but I mean, it's that a relationship where when you're like, it's like a brother-sister thing. Like, me and my sister are the same way. Like, we fucking, <laughs> we're savage to each other. Yeah. Like. But at the end of the day, it's all love, though.
0: <laughs> exactly. Same with my brother. But well, he got into
1: a fight with Opedio a couple of times in my house and everything, like, in the front yard, and the
2: It was always basketball. over at basketball, too, with <laughs> yeah. some dumb shit, like, competitiveness. His yeah. out I mean, that's playing. the beauty of it, bro, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. I love
0: competitiveness. Like, I'll just... Whatever it is, man, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna be... And honest. see, she
2: was, like, the girl that was with all the boys, like yeah. like, out there fucking playing soccer and basketball and shit. So it's Best always type. been, like, a homie, you know, like, just...
1: I was a tomboy, I guess.
2: Yeah.
0: I
1: would consider myself that.
0: So did you like you think that in a way also kind of develop your like barber skills? Like, you know, in hustle mentality or where did that come from?
1: I was I've always been tough, I guess. I've always been tough. I guess because I was raised with boys, my dad made me tough. That's probably what it is. shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: maybe <laughs> Dad is fucking hilarious. Yeah, he is. We'd be little kids, and he'd be stuffing our the ball and shit. Like you
0: gotta do it that way. I'm telling you that right now. Like you got, you have to do it that way. Like if your kid falls and you're like, oh, you get up, like nah, that's what you get. You know, like that. You know what I'm saying? Like
2: one time, this is like the most hilarious shit ever. He cooked corn. Like we were, he was at the house. He cooked corn, and then he comes over and he tells Martin. And and Ozzy, that's her brothers. Yeah, I thought the lot cabrones. And Ozzy's like, I don't like corn. (laughs) His dad looked at him and was like, What? (laughs) Like he made the corn with love, you know? Oh, that's. Ozzy was like, No, I'm not gonna eat that shit. (laughs) So bro, this nigga, his dad was just like a big, like he was like our homie too. He fucking grabbed Ozzy and shoved the corn in his mouth (laughs) and shit. wow I'll laughing and crying and shit but now
0: they don't make those kids like that anymore like nowadays they just don't make them like that anymore i think that's what made i feel like it made me a tougher person it made you know you a tougher person your parents too i'm pretty sure yeah my dad's a
2: big shit talker that's yeah exactly that's you know like my mom would be
0: like like if i would trip and fall like get up before i fucking make you give you a reason to cry like i'm gonna give you a reason because i'll be faking it and shit you know uh, but.
2: So at the Aesthetica How long did it take you to uh, Get to the point where you were like Comfortable with people just five sitting in your months. chair Five
1: months That was that was like it I remember because I was counting And I was just like man And I kept thinking like When is it going to be the day That I just feel confident in my skills That I don't have And I remember at five months I stopped asking for help Because at the estética, the lady was like You know what um if you need help ask anybody that works here they'll they'll help you you know you're learning the people need to understand that you're learning you know don't be afraid to ask for help so i was asking i used to sit next to this barber and he's the guy right so he he was a big influence on me too on why i got so good at being a barber because he was a really good barber he only did men so i sat right next to him and he was so good he did designs and all kinds of stuff and I would see, I would look over and I'm like, damn, you know, his face look clean. Like, and damn. tell his name, shout, <laughs> like, him, a, shout
2: him out so he can get some love too. His name that's, is
1: Alfonso and he's in Mexico now. He's a hustler. He just came to the U.S. and grinded for like nine years and went back to Mexico, got himself a house and a salon down there.
3: And
2: so he's doing, he doing he's he booming.
1: Yep. He won't come
3: back. That's the lovely end.
2: thing about the, the industry is that you can do it anywhere. That's why I fucking, if you, you know, this video shit is cool too, but if you really look at it, like, if you go to China, you can go to fucking Russia. You can go anywhere you go. If you can cut hair, you're going to have a fucking way yeah. to... It's
0: tight, man. It's tight. Like, it's, there's, like, um you know, there's sometimes there, you know, other barbers hate on other barbers. But yesterday or I today... Mean that,
2: I mean, I think that's just a, 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 chi- like a childish thing. Kind of like what I did with her. We were little. We were, like, fucking we were immature. Little. You know what I'm saying? I so... forgave
1: him after, like, yeah. six months. You know, why? We had to
2: talk about it though. That's the no, cool thing. you
1: know when I forgave him, I'ma be real with you. When I really forgave him is whenever he actually said that he was actually passionate about it, and I I stopped taking it as like okay, he's not challenging me. He actually he's serious. He really wants to like do this. And then I heard that he was thinking about like uh, going to school, and I was all right. You know what? I'll forgive you because you know we're friends, and I must support my friend if he's serious about it. I'm not going to be fucked up if he's just doing it to be petty and show me that he wants to outdo me. Now, that's fucked up. Yeah. But if you're doing it with a good intention, I'm going to back you up. That's just how I seen it. So I stopped be, I saw being mad at him. but I told him I was like, dude, I'm mad at you like that's fucked up. You know? Yeah.
0: Yeah. I she mean, stopped talking to me. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> <to> I understand <laughs> your point of view on that. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, I think it's because I was looking through your Instagram and you got a you know, some clean cuts. Is this something for you, like when you started cutting up guys, it's like, oh, these people are fucking with me? Like, was, like, how was that feeling of, because I'm pretty sure you going into that, like, where it's like just a male thing, you know, like you, you had pressure on you. So, how did you handle that pressure? And, like, once you start, because how, how would you say is your clientele right now as far as guys?
1: So. I guess when I started that, uh, that aesthetic, I think molded me into being such a good barber because that hair salon, it was mainly men clientele. And then I sat next to a really good barber. So he influenced me to be that good. And then there was another lady that was crazy good. Her name's Spati, and she's awesome. And she taught me a lot. And I would just like both of them taught me i guess almost a lot of, a lot of the stuff that i know about like being a barber and he basically taught me how to use the, the straight razor and everything like i mean i learned almost everything off him and i'm very competitive so he would like i don't know you I wanted guess,
2: your shit to look like his if not better type yes thing.
1: and then he would be like he would tell me, too. He would, like, we would talk shit to other. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to be better than you. Yeah, I'm going to get you. Like, look, watch. Oh, I told you that shit would look clean. And then he would, like, be like, damn, Karina, you're getting good. And then I remember at one point he was like, I think you have surpassed your teacher or something like that because I was getting that good. But I think it was because I've always been competitive. And-,
2: and then just those fucking amount of hours you put in, because that's what I'm saying. Like, people, a lot of people don't understand being on your feet from fucking 8 in the morning, 9 in the morning to... Seven, eight at night, and then you're like investing no comments. Like you're just fucking. Oh, yeah. do You know what I'm saying? Like it's, bro. That shit. Sometimes it, you get out, your feet are just like. Oh, yeah, because you're just so
0: focused into that. Right?
2: And I mean, you gotta ooh, think about ooh, it, ooh. it. Yeah, you're standing right there for fucking 13 hours, 14 hours, just.
1: And, oh, sorry. Another thing that I think made me like really good. Okay, because I am around a lot of men. Growing up, men talk a lot of shit. And they're real honest. And I grew up around like a lot of shit talking. And I didn't want anybody from school to come get a haircut with that with me and say that I fucked them up. That was a big insecurity. I was so insecure about that. I was like, if anybody talks shit. Oh, if I could just if. Man, I cannot fuck anybody up because if they start talking shit, that Karina fuck them yes. up. Like they're gonna start talking crap and oh, I'm gonna be mad and I'm gonna wanna like. And ugh. That
0: shit spreads like the coronavirus.
1: Yes. And because we are young, you know, people, young kids are savages. They like yeah. to talk shit. They don't understand that you're learning. So I just tried my best to always take my time and like just like perfect every haircut. I'd rather take like an hour on a haircut than to leave them shitty looking because when they walk out the door, if they say that I did their haircut and they look like shit, you know, that's going to, that's going to look bad on me. So I rather take my time, do a good job and for them to look, you know, beautiful and look great. And then people actually, damn, where'd you get that haircut? Damn, that edge yeah. up looks nice or whatever. That fade looks crispy. Like that's what I want to hear. I want well'm I mean, when I, now that I'm older, I mean, I guess all the time. And when I see people with nice hair, I'm like, damn, that fade is fresh. Like, damn. That I need
3: mean, Yeah, you
2: yeah, know when it's like, a fucking when shit. somebody didn't take their time. They yep. just... Yeah. It's like
0: you you start analyzing mm-hmm. it, like, ah I, shit, they didn't I do it this all right. The they time. didn't do that. Ah. That, yeah, that's that's what that's what comes to it. Like me, I'm a I'm a big fan of it. So when I see somebody with a fresh ass cuss, I'm like, fuck. And when I see the videos, I'm like, Man, I need to get a cut, bro. It's like, damn. I started like feeling like, you know, it's a big self esteem booster, man. Like I feel like it's just is, is big yeah. so as a client me looking at it from the outside in it's like it's tight.
2: just the reason i like it is because you get to change people like in the moment so like, you can see somebody come in from work all fucking tired their hair's all flat and like they got a hat on and then i don't know where you fucking got them looking like you and know, it's- <laughs> oh, me. Like, yeah.
1: and they be feeling themselves i think it's like the beauty industry like anything with hair, it's awesome because you make people feel so much better about themselves. Like, I have clients that literally walk out, and they're like, damn, I'm looking good. Yeah,
2: like, you start, see, so, you start yeah. looking through their snaps, and they, they're taking, they haven't taken selfies in a yeah. minute. And yeah. a <laughs> so, let's
0: go, let's go into the hairstyle, like, you know, the the female side of it. So, on that, because that's a lot of hair that you deal with, you know, and sometimes you gotta cut them up, or certain styles, so what kind of pressure is that? Because even like, I look at that shit, and I'm like, how, did, how do you turn that to that? Yeah, like, that's how I'm
2: like, what the fuck? Okay. Whenever I, she does color, I'm like, damn, that shit is cold. And then, yeah. yeah I don't have thing, no yeah. idea how the fuck that. Okay. Yeah. that's. And yeah. then like
0: sometimes I'd be seeing them like cutting. And I'm like, damn, is that too much? And they just keep going, but they know what they're doing. So And like, see, that's what's cool about like
2: uh, being like a stylist barber. Cause you, you can do top the, the top. But That's the problem with a lot of barbers is that they just bash your shit up up, up here. They'll do a nice fade, easy. but then they fuck this up, you know. And and, so. and you are
0: diversified because right now, if, if the cuttings are slow, then you have the hair. If the hair's slow, you have the cutting. So it's like you're versatile on that side. So yeah. that's a big plus for you. Um, I I barely see people like guys do the the like mm-hmm. style in Puerto Rico. there was a barber shop and like
2: like like girl stuff. Yeah,
0: in Puerto Rico that was a barber shop, and there was this barber that was cold with the cuts, but also cold with the females, bro. Yeah, wasn't gay, wasn't anything. Yeah, bro. He was just a regular person. I went to he probably co- has,
1: I, like sisters or a wife.
0: I don't know. he Our was daughters. cold. Like he was cold. I went to college when
2: I started going to college. Uh, Metro Tech. Mm-hmm. I was like, I felt s- kind of back to like how you felt in college. Mm-hmm. That's how I felt in there because I'm having to grab like girl hair. You know what I'm saying? I don't fucking. I know how to how a guy cut is supposed to look, but when I had to like do the rolls and like part the hair and all that shit, I was like. I felt stupid, bro, cuz I couldn't like the girls were just looking at me like this nigga can't even fucking do a part. Like Yeah. So it's like, yeah, that that having girl like fucking with girl hair. That's I mean, another, you didn't
0: that's, that's another beast. <laughs> that's another yeah. beast. Yeah.
1: So girl hair, um well, my license is in cosmetology. So originally I wanted to go for like Girl, hair. That's one, one. Well, that was my main focus. Like, I never really thought I was gonna be a barber. The thing is, I feel like I had no choice because there's so many men in my family. So whenever I started, like, you know, going to school, my dad was like, "Corta el pelo," and he was like, "I was like, oh, because he didn't want to pay. So he was like, you know, toma, te voy a comprar una máquina y que me cortes el pelo. I was like, okay. You know, we can do that. Then my little brothers, they always be looking nappy and stuff. And I was like, you know what? Bro, let me try this, like, fade on you. And I'm going to do a little design on the side. You know, try to, like, make you look cool. So I would amp them up. And I would do, like, a little fade. And then, like, put a little design. And then oh they would let me. So, Oh, my
0: God. You just re- I, I had a yes. memory here. And, bro, if, if. If somebody watches my podcast, like loyal and shit, they'll be like, "Damn, Darwin, you wanted to do everything because I did not want to do Barbary <laughs> at a certain point." And this is when I was probably like a good—I uh, want to say maybe fourteen. So I had a my my uh, my grandpa had a like these air con machines that you get in Walmart. Con here, con here. Oh man, I, I I went crazy with my brother But I did some crazy look. <laughs> Ah, uh, if I find. Well, That's
2: one thing that everybody because <laughs> ha- cutting hair is like it's, it's cool, cool though. It's cool. Yeah, yeah. Here,
0: like, yeah, I just to me to me, it was like I, I got away from it because it was like man, it's, it's a lot of pressure. Like it's either it's
2: either for yeah. you or it's not. That's the yeah, thing with it. Like but,
1: yeah. you got to have patience. Yeah.
0: So I I I gave one of my brothers an M. So it was literally one line here, one line here, one line here, one line here as a design, and yeah. then a straight line. Man. I don't know how the hell they went to school with it. And then I try to do like a music symbol. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, God. That? So I, I,
1: that's like second level. I, I saved Easter the
0: money, first. you know. I saved, I saved my mom some money, you yeah. know, in the long run. But That's when you knew your uh, barber career was over. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But that just gave me a flashback, yeah. man. So, yeah. Uh,
1: so. Yeah.
0: So
2: and I'll what... be still rocking with you, huh? Now you get them right.
1: Yes. My brothers are super supportive, obviously. I'm like the only one that's ever really done good haircuts on them, I guess, or like modern haircuts. I think back then we would just take them and ask for like a one and a three. You know? like I think simple, that would be tight, though.
0: Like, if my sister was cutting me up, I think that would be like, ah, oh, shit, my sister's the one cutting me up yeah. and shit. Man,
3: I,
2: I would think- be super Bro, bro that shit bad. is crazy, because if you really think about it, like, when you get the most important times of your life, you go to your barber first. So, like, for your wedding, for your fucking, you know, the big moments in people's lives. And that's like, what you're looking for. So, like, to. Ozzy, when I was looking at his fucking wedding pictures, that's tight to be able to say, oh, my sister, you fucking... Yeah.
0: And to me, it's like, it's cool, the suit or the fit, whatever, but I'm looking forward to the cut. Like, my fit can be fresh and shit, and like, I'm hyped, but I'm more hyped to get the cut. Yeah.
2: Bro, look at my pants.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know? So it's like, cut's fresh, though. Yeah. <laughs> So that's, that's something, yeah, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's definitely, uh, a big self, uh, self-esteem yeah. booster, but
1: where were we at about the woman, yeah. right? Okay, so what was the question about the woman?
0: So it was just a, the kind of pressure that you have because you're dealing with so much hair and there's so much styles and there's a certain style that maybe a client wants and you got to meet that expectation. That's why I, yeah. I feel like
2: I couldn't do girl hair because it's so much like... And then girls are it's like, hard. if you fuck this shit up, like man. like a guy grows back with your shit, if I fuck it up, you're going to cry and fucking... Yeah. <laughs>
1: girls are dramatic. Girls are more girl, dramatic. Bro, yeah,
2: I've seen man. girls cry over that shit. Yeah, that I, shit isn't like...
0: You,
1: so um, because... I've I got my license in cosmetology. I just felt like and because I am a woman, I just feel like I couldn't I couldn't just completely switch over to like barbering. I felt like no. Like my license in cosmetology, I'm going to be good at both. Like I'm not just going to settle for this. I'm not just going to settle for barbering. No. I'm going to be I'm I'm going to be the best at both. I'm going to be I'm going to show everybody that I can do both and I can be good at both. And I still feel like that. I still feel like I'm out there trying to prove myself, trying to show everybody that not just because I was a barber first means that I'm not a great hairstylist like and just do beautiful color. No, I want people to see that I'm I can do it all like I can do both and be good or great at both. I would rather say I guess great, but, you know, I really just kind of kept pushing myself and I wanted to give up sometimes on women hair because women hair is a science and that's what people don't get the the formations, the color, the formulas that you do, that is a fucking science. You, you can fuck some shit up.
2: Like well, not just that. Textured, like, 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 for color, play. it's basically chemicals, bro. So you can mix some shit together, and it, it like you gotta know your shit. You <laughs> it's know gonna look, yeah. Instead of yellow, it's gonna come out fucking. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it, and, it, hey, yeah, people, yeah, it's... If
1: people got certain color already in their hair, you know that could mess. uh Mess up like the formula that you created, so you gotta know
2: also like medicine and shit too huh like, yeah, if, like if if people taking are on medicines and shit like that, that can I fuck had, it all up
1: recently, I had my first my no I had two yeah I had two girls um the last two years have an allergic reaction to um the the bleach hmm. two girls had an allergic reaction to the bleach that shit is scary, you know because one of them left and she was perfectly fine. And then she said when she got home, like, I mean, I took pictures of her. She looked completely fine. But when she got home, she said that her like skin right here in the forehead started like like swelling. So that's really scary. Like, what the fuck? You know, like, yeah, that's a very uh, yeah,
0: yeah, it's a delicate uh, thing. It's like with the bumps when you cut the bumps Mm -hmm. and like that only happened to me once
2: the like I was I had just started working at a shop and man, it was busy. I thought I was disinfecting my shit right, and that had that had never happened to me. And some dude hit me up, and he was like, "Bro, what the fuck?" Like, you know, he it was, and that shit is scary. Like, whenever do so, do you think it's it a was just red? Thing? You know, it was just red. I was like, man, bro, like, I mean, fuck, I don't even know what to tell you right some now. You know,
3: skin that's too. what I was gonna
2: say. You yeah. <laughs> it was a sensitive? Dis- so that's what I told him. I was like, bro, or a sensitive I, I, skin I, thing. Yeah, maybe that's what it was. But whatever it was, it was scary because he was yeah. mad. He was there. and he was worried. So I was like. Like, just go get it checked out, bro. You know, I'll pay for whatever the fuck you... I mean,
0: yeah, I it think it, at gone. that point... Yeah, yeah but yeah.
2: it ended up being okay. But those few days of that is like... You start thinking about it. That's I one of those moments did. where it's like... Should I be doing this shit? Yeah. You know, like, yeah. you're like, fuck.
1: It, it brings your self-esteem down, you know? Yeah. But then I had another girl recently, too. She had told me that the girl she used to get her hair done, she said she had an allergic reaction with bleach, but she didn't know if it was like the bleach, what type of bleach she was using. She just said that like, you know, she just want to try somebody new, but she had warned me before. And I was like, okay, girl, well, we're going to, hopefully nothing goes down, you know? I really hope nothing goes down. She was like, well, yeah, I hope so too. I was like, well, I don't know what kind of bleach the other girl was using. So, you know, hopefully...
0: At that point, she's already applying pressure to She already, like,
1: I was like, okay, crap, you know? But literally not even 10 minutes that the bleach was on her scalp or whatever because she wanted to be all blonde. Like she started developing a rash all over her hands and her face started turning really red. And then she started getting a twitch on her leg and she was like, girl, oh, I think it's happening shit. again. She was like, I think it's happening again. And her like whole, like it's like almost like she likes, like she saying, like you know what I'm saying? Like she got swelled up and I was just like, oh shit. And I was like. Damn, I was like, you wasn't lying. I was like, all right, all right, don't panic. You need to calm down, breathe. And I was like trying to be a professional. I was like, Whew, All right, what do I do? Okay, I was like, I need to calm down. That's the first thing. Calm down, wash her out, then let her cool down for a little bit, and then we'll see where we go from there, you know? So like I washed her out. You know, I just told her to calm down. I asked somebody if they had like um bened like uh like ibuprofen and shit, like to take away the swelling. So, like, I asked somebody for, like, ibuprofen, told her to take some ibuprofen, told her, you know what, like, obviously, you know, we can't be doing that, we can't be putting bleach on your scalp, so I just, like, toned her, actually, I waited, like, about, maybe, like, yeah, she chilled out, like, she calmed down, I told her, like, calm down, if we see that your rash starts going away from your arm, and, like, you start feeling a little bit better, then we'll continue, you know, we'll finish it. If not, then you can yeah. come back another day. And
0: you were able to also handle the situation, which is pretty, I mean, it's a sensitive deal, you know? So mm-hmm. Some people will probably be like, I can't deal with you, like, it's just not something I haven't faced or whatever, and it's like, I'll just call it a day. But you you yeah. were able to finish it, and you got yeah. it done.
1: Well, I think it kind of helped, like, a little bit. You know how, like, I took that pharmacology class? Like, I know, like, you know what? Like, if she, she has inflammation, so now I gotta treat that symptom. So she has inflammation. What I do, I take ibuprofen for inflammation so she can start coming down. So that way, you know what I'm saying? Like Man, I start so treating cool. her symptoms. So, um.
2: See, that's what's crazy. It's like uh, like a basketball player or something like that. They don't think of the shots or the plays they do. Like they come naturally uh, off of just practice. So basically, we're going to college and shit like that. That was your practice, you know? Like who, who would have known that fucking years later, you, that. Class was going to help That's she's yeah, crazy. That's exactly. kind of
1: why I did that. It's so, to learn something, you know um, But yeah, so I did that and then she calmed down we toned her and everything I told her like look this is as far as we got it and I told her, you know what like obviously allergic to bleach We need to take a different approach. So instead of bleaching her scalp I told her like we would do something different. It's called like um, It's called balayage. So it's basically like when you weave the hair kind of like highlights And I just told her that I was going to get it real close to the scalp. So we took a different approach. So basically, we just took a different approach on how to make her hair look all blonde without ever touching her scalp. And she loved it. She came back to me and we started doing that. And I mean, she's been happy. So I think we just learned how to like approach that. And that's that's one thing about hairstyle is you need to learn to like deal with your clients. If your client is allergic to something you, for that one special client, you need to use like a certain type of like color that doesn't have like ammonia or, you know, if the bleach, if she says to the bleach, look, girl, I'm sorry. I know you want to be all blonde, but we can't do that. You got to do this and you know but still satisfy them so you need to learn how to satisfy like everybody in any way like sometimes i have guys that try to ask me for like these weird ass haircuts and they don't look good on them you know and i don't try i try so hard not to like make people feel bad you know like man bro you don't look good on you but i try to tell them look your head's a little bit, you know. <laughs> it's like, got
2: a, <laughs> it got a little lump right got here. A
1: little lump on this one side and shit. So, you know, we gotta take a different approach. How about we do it like this? Or instead of getting like a medium fade, we give you a low fade? Or how about we give you a taper? Or how about we do this? Like, you know, you have to like learn to communicate. I think one of the the things is like about a hairstyle is that you keep learning. And I've learned. I've gone to like several classes and kept like taking education. And one of the most important things that I've learned by taking classes is that they always tell you to educate your clients.
2: Yeah, I because always, they don't know what the fuck is going yeah, on. Yeah,
1: I always. I, I can. Some get, of them
2: do. Some of them watch YouTube videos yeah. and shit like that. But there's those that are just like. Yeah. I literally. Just hook me up,
0: bro. <laughs> so, you guys, uh, what kind of measurements are you guys thinking? You know, out of this coronavirus thing and. Um, are you you guys think it's gonna affect business? Mm.
2: Mm, This week was a little slower than last week. I'm not gonna lie. I think
1: it could because then people, if people aren't going out, they don't want to. They don't want to look good because they don't got nobody to look for. Like, wait, they don't gotta. If they don't, if they're not going out to like the club or a party or anything, then they don't need to get their haircuts. yeah, they're like, eh, yeah. nobody's gonna see me, I'm just gonna get home. So.
2: And then it's fucking up a lot of shit. It's, it's crazy, just it, man. It, The
0: economy in general, like, right now, the stocks are low as shit. Like, is it it's,
2: I think it's it's still gonna, like, it's not gonna, you're still gonna, we're still gonna have work, but, it, it, it's my like, soul like soul this week was it's, I think, yeah. it,
0: I With that, you have to just, it's like the gym, bro, like, you gotta be fucking hella, like, clean and fucking well
1: this week was kind of good for me but i think it's because i had a lot of hair colors i already had these girls like book i started doing like deposits so like now i i ask them for a deposit so it's like no like i got your money if you it, like you want to lose your money or you're going to come get chair color. So now it's like I already had some people signed up. So it's like they had to come. Yeah. So I didn't really yeah. lose last. Last week was still good for me. This week, my start, Might start looking slow. Are you guys prepared weeks.
0: as far as uh, having funds? E- extra, you know, rainy day type of shit, because yeah. it might get that way. You know, some people uh, we don't know what the hell is going to happen. Uh, you know, uh, I think get f- I
1: think that's like a uh, problem with everything. I'm think i just going like, to start
0: like, an underground joint. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Shit!
0: Uh, so little little chicken bags at the yeah, back yeah so with that it's it's really bad but speaking of the coronavirus and stuff but i'm worried about humanity more than anything because you go to walmart and there's no fucking toilet paper i know you don't watch the news i try not to watch the news but it's inedible when you go to facebook yeah. people are buying toilet paper like it's no tomorrow like the virus is gonna go right up your ass and give you something. <laughs> like, why? Why? So I, think, well,
2: but, I think the thing is, people are getting, like, the main necessity. So, like, that's what... Not,
0: the main necessity is to go to the fucking vitamin aisle and stock up on vitamin C. When you go there, there's, there ain't shit. And also, your soaps are still stocked. Your fucking hand uh, soaps. All of that. You need that. You don't need toilet paper, bro. I, yeah. I think that's said, said that, shit. I I,
1: mean, said may, because, uh, um, I have no idea.
0: I think no idea.
1: said, it's because, like, I guess the... Where we get the toilet paper from like I guess like the you know, the people that are bringing it over here They might stop that so then we're like, you know
0: Well, you still got the shower. You can just wipe your ass with your hand <laughs> and wash it.
1: That's kind of crazy Other
0: shit man. I don't
2: know. Well, hopefully we get through it. I mean if not, I guess I guess we got to but no, the, I, guess, the, I guess that's all the road <laughs> Yo, shit. here's the thing
0: with it. Is it's like that's why I don't watch news you That's don't watch that. news. I don't know if you watch. Do you watch news? Mm-hmm. The, the media panics. The media makes it well, a I mean, big. And it's kind of
2: hard, bro, because, for example, at the shop, we'll watch basketball. So now basketball's gone. On ESPN, it's like you just got some dudes all serious right, but, but, talking all day. So the media is just drilling it through everybody. Exactly. That's why, yeah, like this week, uh, I got to a point where I turned the fucking TV off at the shop. And I was like, nah, man, because everybody's just fucking...
0: I've had That's enough That's all it.
2: we're talking. Yeah. I had enough of it. Let's listen to some Webby.
0: <laughs> it goes back to the, the media <laughs> just overhyping everything up, just creating this panic when if you just sit down and read the actual article, like at the end of the day, man, the flu kills more people than this damn virus, this coronavirus. Like the, the, the flu kills about 60,000 people a year, 20 to 60,000 a year. That's a lot.
1: I think it's just because it's happening in a short amount of time. I think that's really what it is, you know, and that they don't have, like, an actual vaccine for it. There's not a vaccine
0: for the flu either. There's not, like, you know, there's not, like, uh, a a cure for it. They haven't found anything, you know. Just uh, All you have to do is drink a lot of goddamn water, stack up on vitamin C, do your exercise, stay active. I have a strong immune system, so, like... I know, like this, this motherfucker ain't fucking with me because I'm hitting him with a two piece. Like, uh, uh-uh. uh <laughs> I don't remember the last time I got a flu or a cold or whatever the hell it was. So, yeah. this nigga, if he tries to touch me, bro, he's getting, he's getting hit. He's getting knocked down in the first round, bro. And so so see, get... that
2: that may be it too. Most people are weak. They're not. They don't want to have to battle some shit. So, like, if you do get it, what, what's next? They said
1: the... it happens um, that the people with upper respiratory problem, um, upper respiratory problems would have. Um, a harder problem, like getting rid of it, I guess. Like if you get it, you could die.
0: I'm just worried. I'm just worried. I feel like when the and real crisis come, when a real crisis come, like we're we're gonna be fucked because we're not prepared for it. We just we're not. Yeah, we're not. We're not. We're gonna get fucked because it's like we're not prepared for it. We're we're too domesticated. This is, yeah, this is this
2: is like imagine back in the day, like to fucking eat, you had to go out and hunt. actually, yeah. Now you just go over to Walmart and fucking. That's why you got a bunch of pussies. Cause back then, the, yeah, you I, would I, die if you didn't. Fucking I, I was go thinking out there about
0: and... it. I was like, I'm worried because when the real crisis come down, like we are not gonna be prepared. Period. Yes. Like we're gonna get fucked. So, yeah, it is what it is. So, so and
2: hopefully... uh, guy haircuts. What's your the one you the cut you like doing the least? The least. Like right, when you're just like fuck. Okay. For me, it's the low fade. To be honest,
1: I like doing low fades. I'm actually
0: so is is the low fade is like kind of like in that bottom right here type shit it kind of
1: looks like a taper but it's not a taper. it no.
0: goes all the way like it
1: goes all the way around super but early. it has
2: to be it's basically a long ass taper all around the head so that's why oh. it's like And you're not it, a like, big got, fan of those i mean i'll do them but that's the one where i'm just like man i know this motherfucker is gonna take me more longer you know So because you know it requires a lot of
0: detail
1: you know huh? what's crazy as far as like is that i sure. feel like i'm really good at that Like, I feel like I'm really good at the low fader, but I heard so many people say that they hate
0: it. I think I I got a picture because I think that's what I'm going to go for for my next one. Let me see. Um,
1: I feel like.
0: And it's crazy because I was talking about it. My barber. Is it this? Yeah. Is it this?
1: It's kind of like that. That one's kind of more. What well, like you call some, that? Yeah, that one's some, a little bit high. Some people. My
2: that's kind of like a drop. Yeah, yeah, that's like what a drop fade. yeah, What is it? What is it though? That's a drop fade.
0: It's a drop fade. Yeah, a, low fade is. So is the, that is that something you do like comfortable? Like, that one's not.
2: I mean, it is hard, but that one's not that hard. You know what I'm saying? Like when people get a low, low fade, they want this like, 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 like dark as Like an inch spot. or
1: like half an inch, um, like behind their ear and stuff like that. that is low. It's like real.
2: Like basically you can fuck it up really easy. If you yeah. go too high, like it's over. Like yeah. it's it's a mid fade.
1: I don't okay. know. I think the one that I don't really like a lot is like if somebody asks me like some complicated shit like a burster fade or like yeah, if somebody asks me for a burster fade I'm like fuck damn i gotta do this shit today like why today you know i i don't like the burst or fades or like yeah like complicated shit like if somebody asks me for a, like a low fade mohawk like they're getting complicated like all right like you put in two different types of haircuts together i'm a little bit because
2: like, you don't do it all the time so it's like fuck.
1: i really only like like the the complicated one especially depending on the person's head because if the head ain't right for it it's just like i have to like Literally figure it out on how to make it look good on them. Oh, you that, gotta
2: shape that shit. That shit. That's yeah. Boy, uh... well, yeah, like... that's another one too. When people come in, they haven't had a haircut in like a long time. Those are t- kind of tough too, because you, know, you gotta like... do so much shit. You gotta do scissor work, like everything, basically everything.
1: Everything. Yeah, especially when they come often, you already have like a like a like a guide. You get me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I would just say like burster fades. I probably hate that one the, the most. The burster fade. Yeah.
2: That's mine. me too. I, I mean, I I can do it, but now, like now, Dave, now that I told you that one,
1: you're like, yeah, the will yeah. be easier. <laughs> yeah,
2: well like Dave, he sent me, but see, Dave actually got me over that shit because he has a client. Man, was it that I client? He said, uh, "I'm gonna
0: send him to AV." Yeah, so bro, because shit is
2: like Dave whips his shit. Like, like you should, when you see his shit, you're like, oh shit. Yeah, like nasty, bro. So he like, fucking cold, up, Dave went out of town, so he was like, you know, out of all the people, he. Threw him to me, cause he saw that my—I mean, he, you know—he saw that I was getting a little better. So that was a challenge. I was like, like, and I know this niggas used to fucking Dave's cut, you know. Solid. So he's gonna be like, nah, shit, you know, that I'm ain't really it, good coach. At being copycat? You get a mic, yeah. Hell like, yeah, it's actually cool, guy. Like when Dave can't get him, he still comes to me. So he fucked with it. <laughs> That's
1: tight. I think I'm good at being a copycat. Like I'm good at copying people's work. Does that even does it even
2: Drake. That's what Drake is, but yeah. he fucking perfected that shit Yeah,
1: like I'm a, I'm a good copycat. Like if you show me a design Like if somebody else did a design and like if I can I look I can look at it for like a little while and I'm like Hmm, he went like this. He went like this. He went like that. He brought it back. He went this way Okay, then he thinking it and I can literally like yeah. I'm a good copycat even On um, fades bad. and even with designs. I've learned to do designs by being a copycat Literally, I always tell my clients, if you want me to do a design, bring me a picture, and then I'll just copy it. I'm good at being a copycat. Almost all my designs are copycats. Literally, I just... If they told me to freestyle, one time this one guy came.
0: I feel like that's worse, huh? He's like, fuck, where should I start? What should I do? Yeah,
1: one of this, one time this one kid, he was, I guess he really trusted me and he thought I was like, you know, awesome or whatever. And I felt good because he felt like I was the shit, you know? But I was like, damn. Then he hits me with like, oh, do a little freestyle right here. And I was like, what? No, 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 no. Like, no, no. You tell me what you want. Like, no, no. Like, let's go on the phone real quick. You know, he's like, nah, I trust you. I trust you. I know you got this. I know you got this. And now he was amping me up and he was like trusting me so much that I felt like I really had a freestyle right now because he was like,
0: so, <laughs>
1: he was like, he was like, nah, you can do this. You're badass. So, like, I trust you. Like,
0: wait, did you end up doing a freestyle?
1: Yeah, I did a freestyle and I didn't think it come out that good. I was so, like, nah, would you I was, did- like I combined two different, different type of copycat stuff that I had already done. And put them together, oh, you know what okay, I'm saying? Okay. Yeah, I was yeah. like, oh, I've done something like this before, and i done something like this, yeah, and I just...
2: Because you're, I mean, yeah, like, designs it's are kind of... Because right. you don't really... The beginner,
1: the be, look, One beginner. of
0: the barbers used to do that I used to get my... You know pencil.
2: you know, you didn't fuck him up, like, he nah, didn't... I wasn't like... that
1: bad. Okay. I just yeah. felt like it was like, I was going back to, like, the beginning, instead of, like, advancing, you yeah. know?
0: um one of the barbers in puerto rico that i used to cut my hair with is he used to what he used to do is draw it first that way he can have an idea instead of just like picturing it in his head and just going with it and so you know it's and different man because you see people He's like
2: dave it. bro dave is a fucking animal with designs like He's he just style? yeah like he doesn't i've seen dave just fucking draw a port like a portrait in class just i'm like what the fuck? Fuck, bro! And some people got it. Some people.
1: But he's an actual artist. Like, like he can, he can actually like. You yeah, draw.
0: Know? No, but this the, this uh this barber just would draw the lines or the design he was gonna do. It wasn't no portrait he's shit. The
2: same I don't know. I don't think so. Like, if you do a design on a piece of paper when you're doing but it that, with the you clippers. you have an idea though. At least. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. when you know, you're doing it with the clippers, it's way different. I mean, like, obviously, yeah. it's, it's harder. That's but hard. you, yeah. it's when like you draw it, like, you
0: know what you you know like you know where you're gonna like you are just not like freestyling and right. like. You know, I fucked up my brother's haircut. <laughs> I could have done better. Maybe if I would to draw, like, what am I going to do? You know, I just... Yeah. Freestyle, that's, shit. That's, that's it. Right. Yep. It's bad.
3: I mean, shout oh, out to my nigga
0: son. For real. They're a real one, you know. <laughs> they crushed my barber dreams, you know. But... Oh, what's,
2: coming? what's next for you? Oh, no, actually, I want to know what happened after the good estetica. So, uh...
1: When I moved out of the... The one that was more hood.
0: Was it the ghetto one?
1: Okay, so the first estética, I moved to the second estética because I wanted to learn how to do tintes, like color. So I had, um, I like, I felt like I wasn't getting anywhere in the color at that first salon. So then I moved to another salon where I had heard that the lady was really good at doing color, and I went over there. I talked to the lady and I was like, you know what? I heard you're good at doing color. I want you to teach me. But I don't plan on being here forever. I'm only going to I'm only going to be here probably for like two years. I want you to teach me everything, you know, and then I'm probably going to get out of here, you know. And I straight up. up. Yeah, I straight up told her like this is, you know, I'm not going to be here forever. So then I went there. I stayed there for three years. And on the last year, I already started telling because I had already like designed this like map, like give myself this much time. And on the third year, I was like, damn, I'm getting comfortable. I'm getting comfortable. I need to move. I need to move around. I can't let myself get comfortable because if I get comfortable, I'm going to get stuck. And I don't want to get stuck because that's how that's how it goes. If you get comfortable, you get stuck. And I didn't want to be like I'm not no offense to like the people that stay there forever. But I didn't want to be that person. I wanted to have my own my own salon eventually. So I knew that I had to move around and, like, work with different types of people so I can learn off of different types of people because I know... I, I like to learn from people. So I'm, like, always open to, like, learning. I always like to ask questions. And, like, if I see somebody's doing something that I don't know how to do, I'll be, like, staring or I'll be like, hey, how'd you do that, you know? I'll ask questions and stuff like that, so...
2: And that's huge, man, because a, yeah, exactly. a lot of people are, uh, have too much of a big ego to ask questions, like... Yeah. Like, right now, I'm fucking right there next to Steve and Roy, and them niggas go hard, so sometimes, like... Ask
3: questions. Yeah, you know,
2: yeah, what I'm like... And, ask. like, yesterday, we had a young guy. His name's uh, Kacha, and he's he's good. Like, he's you awkward. see his cuts, and they fucking, like, they're, he blurs them out, but he was, like... He didn't give a fuck how long it took. He was going up to Steve like, "Hey bro, how do you do this? How do you?" And I saw that and that's I was like, "That's good. what's up." Cuz he he wasn't embarrassed to go like yeah. even and though he's already good, you know? And like, that's
1: how that's how you're supposed to be. You're supposed to always keep learning. I mean, you have to keep pushing better. yourself. If you want to be on top of your game, you got to keep learning. You got to be open to like new stuff and with hair there's always different stuff coming out and there's always new styles, new um, techniques, new formulas, new products. So you want to stay on your shit because I hate it when people come to me and they're like, hey, Karina, you heard about that new product, that one product? And I'm like, how are you going to know about a product before I like before I know about it if I'm the hairstylist, so I like to stay on top of my game and kind of like do my research on new products that are coming out or new styles because I don't want somebody to send my client and know more than me. I want to stay on top of it. You get me? So, yeah. So when I went to that salon, um, I learned how to do color. I learned how to do more color, but I was so good at doing like men hair that that kind of like hurt me a little bit because sometimes there would be colors that would be there And my boss would be like, nah, you got like five people waiting for you. I'm going to skip you, and I'm going to give the color to the other girl because you got five people waiting on you. So we just, you're just not going to get to do the color. And I'm like, damn. And I can't pass up my haircuts because those people would wait for me for like hours. I remember I had this one kid wait for me for like four and a half hours. He like fell asleep. And I was like... Damn, like I'm that good that people wait for me for hours. That's when I started getting confident too. When people wait for you for that long, you know, yeah, for two three hours. <laughs> oh, and they would tell people. They would tell my boss because my boss would be like, "No, no, pasale con ella," you know, go with her. And they'll be like, "No, nope. if it ain't Karina, I'm not. I'll leave. I'll leave if it ain't with her. I only come for her." And I was like, "Oh shit! All right, wait. You know, gonna be two hours, but all right, cool. So I'll try to hurry up. But you know, you get tired, you know." Yeah, and I don't exactly. like rushing people. I like to take my time. Um, a lot of people, I talk a lot. So a lot of people I notice like to talk to me. Yeah. Like it can turn into a long ass haircut. Uh, it could. I feel like that's a problem that I have. I try to like learn how to like short talk people, you know. But man, one time. Because I, you
0: I, can't do both, right? You can't.
1: No, you can. can't do both. But still, like, you so gotta know how
0: to limit yourself, bro. Cause
1: sometimes, like, you
2: end up, like, yesterday, you, when you walked in, the like, kacha kept fucking, <laughs> yeah. like, he was just chilling, you know? That, and some barbers are like that. Like, that's part of their fucking, mm-hmm. but it does fuck with your, if you really First look eight, at it, it fucks and, with yeah. your money. Cause yeah. if you're, if it's taking you fucking two hours to do a $30 cut, like, you just made $15 an hour mm-hmm. when you could have got it out in 45 minutes and made fucking. 30 an hour you know or whatever
1: sometimes when i was in a rush i would literally tell my client before whenever they sat down i'd be like you know what i'm in a hurry i got a lot of people i need to focus so i'm just not gonna talk all right but don't think i'm mad at you or nothing and like, see
2: like dan he's good at that like yeah. he,
1: he's like he just yeah and they would tell me like they, they would be like oh okay that's fine and then like literally five minutes would go by and they'll be like, how's your day, Karina? And I'm like, shit. Can you know, <laughs> I just tell your ass not
0: to talk to me? <laughs> yeah, it's been good. Yeah, yeah, just go from like, there. damn
1: started on how my day's going
2: <laughs> clients that, like you said they fuck with you because of that yeah. so it's almost like you're taking away from their experience when you don't do yeah, that when
1: I
0: don't like talk when to it. exactly i think that's a 50 50 because uh it's it's the experience like my barber like that nigga just loves when i go there because he's like i remember he was cutting somebody up and he has his he had his headphones as soon as i walk in he's like ah oh, what's up bro boom and started talking with the other guy cutting the other guy and I was like Whoa. certain
1: certain people amp you up like I want certain I uh, certain clients like I see them all the time and you already develop like a relationship with them. And it's almost like your friends are coming to visit you, you know, and I got shit. They even get excited when they see me and I get excited like, damn, hey, what's what's going down? What are you doing this weekend? You got some crazy shit to tell me. What you what happened? Literally, I have this one client therapy type shit. I have I have some clients that just come. And I guess we'd be gossiping. I feel like I'm a little black, bup, black buck or something. And we'd be like, and be "Like Karina, no, sometimes I had, like, a couple that will sit there. I'm like, Karina, you don't even know. I'm like, what happened?
2: They've and been it, waiting to tell somebody. Yes, they've been waiting to oh, tell you.
1: Like, they've been waiting, like, a whole last two weeks to, like, come and yeah, to you that's what, that's to what give it, you the juice. It's awesome.
2: Like, <laughs> it's I've had awesome. homies that, like, get their girls pregnant or something. And then, like... This happened twice. They came in and then they they just look like I see them every week. So I'm like, bro, like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And they're just like, man, bro, I'm about to have a kid, you know, or shit like that. It's like, because I haven't even told anybody, bro. Like, you yeah, know, yeah, I'm like, oh, it's shit. funny. And, and as <laughs>
0: I was telling you, bro, I was like, damn, bro, there's a lot of fucking characters out here, bro. Cause like, you would cut them up, bro, I went to jail this weekend, bro. You can't imagine. And I'm over here trying to edit, and like, I'll be like, Oh shit, like, wow. Dude, I have like, killers. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Killer clients. And it's like, it, they
0: have, like, they just feel <laughs> that comfortable to the point where they're like, they'll just tell you shit, yeah. you know what I'm saying? It's like, you're kind of like a lawyer because you got to keep that shit confidential, obviously, because yeah, there's a really lot don't. of stories. I
1: don't like, ever tell people no names. I'll tell them, like, maybe, like, you know, is
0: that like, a
2: solid relationship? Party, you but nah, I yeah. don't.
1: No, nah, you can't say. Uh, yeah, it, it's like so
2: that. many people too that uh, sometimes you can kind of like talk about the story, but you don't gotta fucking. You can't you know, say nobody's yeah. right. It's you like, can
1: give them like an idea or put a certain uh, like similar scenario about somebody that told you something, but you can't ever like put people's business. out I like think that,
2: that's you know? the thing about like big barbershops is why a lot of people don't like going to them, like like a big loud barbershop, because you never really like know who you're gonna fucking run into. So if you got like. 12 barbers 15 barbers in one shop like that's one of those it changes i think a little bit You're, it's not as like
1: so, oh, so yeah sorry, so sorry. oh yeah like at the news. and
0: some some people can find it intimidating because there's so much shit going yeah, on too it's yeah. like loud everybody's talking and like it's, it could be intimidating for some people to come in you know like yeah.
2: so right now you are by yourself booth rent you went from yes. basically commission.
1: So I went from like a commission salon at the other salon. It was com- both of them were commissioned. So when I finally decided to take that next step to move, I was like, what do I do? I need to leave, but I don't know what's my next step. So I was like, you know what? Booth rent is my next step. I need to learn how to be like independent. And then once I go from booth rent, like I think the next step would be owning my own salon.
0: Where do you where what do you so work
1: right now? So right now I do booth rent or yeah, I guess it's, it's booth rent at the salon called Salon West.
0: Where's it located?
1: Um, basically southwest side Oklahoma City. It's on 119th and Western, southwest 119th and Western, in a square shopping center right there.
0: Yeah. Is it by the? Is it by this, the the Seven Eleven?
1: Yep, like on the uh, across the street.
2: Across the street. Okay. Yep.
1: There's it's a big square shopping center right there,
2: and basically at this point you're your own boss, huh? Like you're you're basically.
1: I'm my own boss. Like I, I got um first when I started there, I had my own like booth, and then they have rooms. The lady has six rooms inside the salon, so okay, I had. I'm the only Mexican girl, or the only Hispanic person in the salon. Everybody else is like American, basically, you know, or like. I want to say American because I'm American. You know what I'm saying?
3: White. But,
1: but like white. And there's like one Asian girl or maybe two now. But, you know, it was intimidating. And this is why it was intimidating because I went from an all Mexican, like all Hispanic. Everybody talks in Spanish to like and shit. to like all American shop. You know what I'm saying? And it was very intimidating. I, I kind of felt at first I was like, man, are people going to be racist to me? Or are people gonna treat me differently? Are people gonna think I'm different because all my Mexican ass clients are gonna come up in there? Like what? Like I'm gonna change their vibe because I have a big, big his like a big Hispanic clientele and they might feel uncomfortable. Are they gonna feel uncomfortable? Are they gonna judge me? How they gonna treat me?
2: For reals and even with your clients you're thinking like, damn, what if what if they don't wanna be around? What What if they
1: don't feel comfortable? So it was like very difficult, but you know, as I said, like my man, he's white, and he's not like he's super chill. And I was like, you know what? No, like he learned how to adapt to me, and I learned how to adapt to him, and we love each other. And like you know, everybody should just like
2: love even each other, even you know? even those like two way different, two different cultures. Different. Yeah, this yeah. it's
0: cool like, to have a different type of culture. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, not just be I, I yeah, yeah yeah yeah. Like, uh, uh, you know, uh, and you know what? Uh, Give
2: it a little. Bit it of opens your mind, man. Because like That's exactly yeah, why I did. like my sister, she married a white guy, and to me, I'm used to. Like, my longest relationship was a, with a Mexican, too. So, I'm used to the whole Mexican. So, when I go what? over there, to me, it's different, you know. I don't even know how to act sometimes. I'm just like... To, yeah. I feel stupid around them. Like, that's... Because if I say something, they don't even understand what I'm saying. Because it's, like, slang or some shit. And they're just like... You sound
1: like oh. on shit. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. Okay.
1: Well, yeah. So, I just told myself, you know what? No. No. You're not going to let this stop. You're not going to let this hold you back. Like... They're like the way that like American salons works normally booth rent. So I was like, no, like they're I like the way they're working. I like the fact that a lot of American salons are nicer. They look like more like kept like they keep up with their salons, mm-hmm. make them look more professional. And they are really professional salons. And I wanted that. I wanted to keep like advancing. So I was like, I'm not going to go to back to no like little hood ass salon. Like, no, I'm going to take that next step and I'm going to get out of my comfort zone. And I'm going to do it. And no matter what, I'm going to figure it out. And if I don't and I talked, I talked to Sean, I was like, you know what? Like, I'm going to do this. And he was like, do it like I got your back. You know, you can do this. And I was like, all right. We're doing it like I'm moving over there. I'm going from like south side to like a little bit more like closer to more. But I'm just going to like pray to God that it, it people stay with me. And I'm going to they're going to have to understand and they're going to have to like just
2: either Just rock it, with it or right, not right yeah. and, and and that's what
0: i, I that's what i told av like i was like because i've known this motherfucker for quite a bit now so and i've seen his clientele stick with him like the majority of it, yeah. and, it like, and to me it has to be satisfying because this motherfucker like went from here to a different shop different location different distance to multiple shops and i still saw the same people rock with him so to me yeah. it was like i'm not a, i'm not the barber but i I of my like, damn bro like they following you, bro, like, that shit gotta be tight, you know, so, like, and it is,
2: that's why I love it, like, a lot of times people ask me, like, bro, you know how to do all this video shit, like, why are you even in here, like, but I'm, like, bro, I don't know, like, I, it's more peaceful to me than, and,
0: well, yeah, yeah, you gotta say, like, why not, bro, like, yeah, I come in whenever I want, I feel I'm like just Aaron vibing, chilling, like I can leave whenever things. I want, that's what I was telling Davy. <laughs> I was, like, man, this is one of the best jobs, bro, like, and I'm, I don't know shit about haircuts, but I know this is like, it's chill. Like y'all, they're vibing and shit. You get to meet people like, like that picture you posted was tight, bro. Of Della Tapes. What you, What was he? What was he teaching? Yeah. he was. That's he, tight, bro. See,
2: he's he owns another whole another fucking barbershop. He came to the he shop. has no business there, and he
0: was just there like just fucking with y'all. That shit for real, bro. Shout that, out to the like, Yesterday we had a big, a big uh,
2: barber bro- uh, bonding moment at the yeah. Shop. That shit. That and picture somehow, was tight, bro. Somehow, like at the end of the night, it was nothing but barbers, and there like six, seven barbers. So I was like, man, damn, that's like awesome, yeah, like uh, Dan was like, man, bro, this is tight because every that's the thing, like we know of each other. But we don't really fuck with each other, you know? Like, whenever I got the shop with Dave and Dan, like... Me and... I always hear of Dan. I always hear of Dave. They hear of me. But we never really connected until we went to school. And then I was like, man, let's get a shop, you know? And I think that's what... What it is, like...
1: And it's called networking.
2: And it's tight, bro. But see, a lot of people don't... don't, I don't know why they don't like... Because I've had so many people tell them, like... Come work with us on a Saturday just to... Just to be in here bro you don't even you know just a saturday you pay that little booth rent for that day and you just 30 uh, 30 bucks a saturday you know what i'm saying and then people just yeah busy there's like fucking money coming out the door like
0: consider it you know what i'm saying and and people don't
2: that would be awesome if you could but uh, i've told like a lot of people and they're just not they don't like steve the other day was like what the fuck, bro? Are we that intimidating? <laughs> and I mean, like, Steve-O's on the fucking Thunder commercial. He's like... Well, uh, that's
0: that's what I'm telling you. Like, I feel like it, it could be that. Like, it's a big name. I mean, Scissorhand established, you know, that fading up. So people are probably like, I'm probably not ready for that. You know, I'm not ready for it. It's like, you got to yeah, keep Yeah, because I, big-
2: I have noticed that, that a lot of people are kind of like, they don't... Like, bro, we could all be fucking in the same place, kicking it, cutting together, learning from each other, but everybody's like too... I don't know
0: what it is. Shy. It's like...
1: Oh. They don't have that confidence. They they're scared. Literally, they're scared.
0: Or they're not. They don't feel like they're ready. They don't or feel
1: like they're ready. They maybe
0: want a slower environment, so, slower pace, more chill. I don't know. It could be maybe a lot the of things, vibe.
1: Though. Maybe the vibe they feel like that vibe is too aggressive for yeah, them or it something. It could be that.
0: But
2: mm-hmm. um,
1: well, yes. So, we so your salon so like, uh, booth
2: ramen. rent basically. And see, that's the crazy shit. That it, it, even though you're cutting hair, the environment is like totally a different. It's crazy like so
1: now the vibe over here is different. It's like more American, but I love it Like the people that I work with are awesome Like nothing to do with like what I like what I even was scared of that didn't even happen like the people over here are so chill. Like, turns out that all the all the American people that I work with all have like somebody in their family that's Hispanic or that married somebody. You so know?
2: basically, you were creating all these scenarios so in your head that trying, weren't even fucking. Necessary. Yeah, weren't necessary. I was
1: creating all these scenarios that weren't even necessary, and I was just like, what the hell? Man,
2: Man. it's crazy because last night, fucking George throws a, a paper. He's like, boom and then it goes in, and then catches uh, <laughs> like. So he's like he, and then he stopped, and then he threw it, and he missed. And then George was like, "You missed because you fucking double guessed it. You you thought about it. Sometimes you don't. You know what I'm saying? You just
0: yeah, (laughs) you just gotta gotta just throw yourself out there." Yeah.
1: So this one's really this salon's really awesome. I really like it. Um, I I got a room recently, like I want to say like about a little over a year now. Um, and I love it because the little room is more private. You know what I'm saying? And I think for like since since I have a large um like men clientele, I think they feel a little bit better because they don't feel like it's too much of a fem- feminine vibe for them. You know, they feel like, oh, OK, I feel like I'm a little room and it's, it's yeah. And it's still like a little barbershop and they don't feel like it's too girly for them. You get me? Mm-hmm. So it's just like me and them in the room. And it's I guess like. I guess, like, outside, since it's only girls and most of the ladies that work there, they all do, like, women hair, right? So I think they just felt like it was too feminine. But whenever it went to the room, they automatically loved it. They automatically was like, oh, this is better. I like the privacy. I like, and then I got a lot of shy clients recently. And I think I got a lot of shy clients because, like, my other clients was like, hey, bro, like, you should go to her. She got a little room so you don't feel uncomfortable. And they start coming, and I could tell that those shy clients... I, I could tell that they're naturally, like, more shy. They start opening up, and I could tell they feel comfortable mm-hmm. because we are, like, you know, clothes, little space, and they, they like it. it.
2: does change, like, me cutting, like, here, and then cutting at the shop now. I do have clients that went from, like, coming every week to now they... two weeks, you know, because they were used to just being here, you yeah, know. Yeah, and they, they like, like the privacy. In
0: my opinion, I liked it, like the here when i was getting cuts with you and shit like every time you'd move to the shop i was like all right fuck it but because i i mean like i said but i would prefer to that quiet chill, yeah chill vibe yeah just, uh, like, that, like nice. even me bro when i walk in there and, and i say what's up to everybody like i gotta sit down and process everything before i even it's say like, Sometimes it's, a lot of it's things. like it's a lot yeah. bro like I mean, yeah.
2: like i think i mean the first few days even me pulling up i'm like damn who's like who's gonna be in there you know what i'm saying like you never fucking know who's gonna be in there yeah. uh, then you go and shake everybody's hand and then if you don't it's weird like it's just you have to adapt it's exactly a, so and to me I, that to me that was a challenge because yeah. I'm, like, I'm used to being here in my comfort zone like if i want to eat i go inside you know what i'm saying i can go see my dog i have my mom and shit me, so like being comfortable. yeah that's what that's the, that's so me stuff. stepping out that's when i was like yeah no nah, i mean i gotta go i gotta I got to go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got to fly. But bro, like, yeah. after,
0: like, in my opinion, like, after you get, like, the swing of this environment, this fast-paced, high energy, when you could get your shop, that's, that's a walk in the park. Like, you've I already do. been through every fucking yeah, that's, scenario. Hey, that's
2: what we were talking about on the last podcast is, like, if you don't, if, that's why going back to when she started respecting me as a barber is when I actually went to school and shit like that. Because if you haven't paid the dues, then you're not really going to be respected, like, you can buy a barbershop and get all the chairs and all that shit, but at the end of the day, they're going to respect, like, your yeah, you workers are going to, yeah, like, you're you going to be it... able to know, you know, when somebody's panicking or something, like, you know, you know, okay, like, I've been in that situation before, how did I handle it and shit like that, as opposed to somebody that just, like, throws a bunch of money and they're just, like, they don't really, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like. Yeah,
0: yep. um, that is definitely one. Yeah, that is definitely one. Yes. So that's 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 gonna be fun. like she started
2: commission and booth rent. you know. Hopefully like she gets her salon soon. So that's the you went through the steps. Boop, 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 boo. You yeah, didn't skip I think any to
1: go through the steps. I think like I think I've noticed that a lot of the young people now that wanna be hairstylists, I think they just kinda wanna jump like from one to another. Like I start seeing that they charge crazy prices. I know some of my younger clients started leaving, you know and it was because one of their, like, friends started cutting in the garage. And th- I swear one of them little kids told me that his friend was going over there and that he started paying, like, $25 to cut in the garage. And I was like, how old is this little kid? And he said he was, like, 16, 17. I was like, oh, hell no. You know, damn well, he ain't doing that good. He mm-hmm. cannot be that good at that age. Because at 16? Yeah, I don't think so. I think so. I don't think so. See, that's what if I, you if you I
2: think you can charge sixty if you if want to. They could be good
1: at the fade. But guess what? They ain't never gonna be that good at scissor cut. Cause really school really does help you on that Yeah, shit. it does, it does. That does. So you ain't never gonna be that good. But you, you can't hate on little the
2: little nigga that's getting twenty five a cut. Let, let, yeah but, exactly. No,
1: no, no. But look at this. You need to fucking start at the bottom like everybody does. You got to right, work but if your way up. If,
0: if he's making his clients pay him $25, then he's a hustler. He's doing something right. But
1: he ain't even that good. But Hell he's doing no. Right. You got to start at $10, motherfucker. $10, $15, I, then work your way to 20 then
2: I get your point. You I mean, you, you have to you have pay your dues for sure. Right, right, you gotta exactly.
0: You got to start from the bottom. But you if he figured it out and he's waxing his clients, then.
1: He ain't waxing them.
0: In a way, I mean, I'm saying as <laughs> Babe, far as wax
1: too. So, what do you mean by waxing? When shit? I, when I say waxing
0: is like charging.
2: <laughs> like you're right? like them little niggas don't know how to use no wax. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: you mate, didn't he get know it, that term huh? Yeah, huh? didn't get it. Yeah, I don't know that term. Okay, huh? so
0: <laughs> waxing is like when you're like overcharging. Okay, okay. So like, if I you want a video service yeah. and I charge you three thousand dollars, I'm waxing you. Oh, for okay.
2: for a three-minute video. Yeah, three but
1: I'm video. just saying, like, I just feel like it's fucked up because if these are little kids, you know, they ain't making real money. You know, these little kids ain't what? making that much real money, like, and they're over here, like, you know, mom, like, I really want to get a haircut and buy my homie at the fucking garage with no fucking AC, no nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, it's $25. Yeah. Yeah. And the mom's like, here you go. And it ain't even, like, a good-ass, That's
2: you know? the thing, like, um, uh, yeah, eventually they'll learn, though. Because eventually they're gonna have to get out. Right, of the they're gonna have
0: bigger challenges. So like yeah. That might, so to be honest, I, I, a I feel like
2: that's why a lot of the people that I approached about like coming to the shop for a weekend is why they didn't want to. Because it's like, why would I go over there, be uncomfortable, pay thirty bucks when I could just be here making my money, you know, at the house? Which to each their own. But I feel like if but I don't like know, I, I want
0: experience. About beginners. I you know, want experience. Like the beginners, I don't get
1: that shit. Like how beginners can just automatically assume that they're worth that much. You know what I'm saying? Well, it,
0: it, that, that is like anything with the I video think, stuff.
1: I don't think beginners should be charging. Like, if you just barely started, I'm sorry, but you got to start at $10 a cut.
0: Well, yeah, it's like the video stuff. People grab, buy a camera, and, and they think they're fucking videographers. Yeah. But I, I let the, the work uh, talk.
2: Yeah, the quality yeah, talk. Yeah, you yeah, know
0: what It
1: so like, takes time to be that. Like,
0: game. I'm like, oh, this motherfucker bought a camera, and he just thinks he's a videographer, and he's, like, thinking he's going to charge these prices and shit. Like, so how much are you charging right now?
1: I don't charge that much. I charge like okay for a basic haircut. All right, for just a basic haircut, like if let's say they they don't get like regular face haircut, right? how
2: much am I going to pay you for oh, a taper? To pay
1: and like twenty six, because you get it like skin, right? Like yeah. the taper, yeah, like twenty six. But 26. if you do like double zero, I charge twenty four for zeros. I charge um twenty two, and then for a basic haircut like with the one, it's twenty. Just basic cuts, twenty. Cause I could do it in like twenty minutes, and then I can do like if I do three of those, that's like six dollars an hour. You know what I'm saying? What do you what what,
2: what do you rather do? Do you?
1: What do you mean, like women or men? Is that what you're asking me?
2: Like, let's say in a day, like, would you rather do fucking five simple cuts or? Well, five? I mean, simple. Yeah. simple.
0: I mean, that's like obviously. No, yeah, because like
2: no, but a lot yeah, of people, yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, a but lot of people. To be honest with you, yeah. I feel
1: like with simple haircuts, I can't express my art. You get me? Like, I can't. Like, See, I like, my dad's, like right. my dad's barber.
2: My dad's barber. He makes fucking probably, like, a thousand a day, bro. But Ooh. this nigga, is, my dad's barber, he's an older dude. Yeah. But he's doing fucking 10-minute cuts. Like, my yeah. dad goes in and... 10 Some minutes. Some people he's need that. Out. Some people like... $15. It's like... 10 uh,
0: minutes out. Like, like I've been, been wanting day, to go. But he's, what's up. You know what I'm saying? Some people need that shit. So like, oh, they, they don't want to be there that long. And it's like what I was telling, like... I don't remember who I was telling this, to, but I was like... But, those uh, people at the airport that... that, that no, those people at the airport that shine shoes... Yeah. Like, I feel like they would get more clientele if they'd be like 60 seconds shine. Right? Because everybody's always in a hurry in the airport. They're running late. They got to make sure they catch their flight. Now, these business people... Sometimes they don't have time for that shit, but if they see a sign that says 60 Second Shine, they're going to get a lot more business, you know? And I feel like it just, it's like everything. In that might situation. Right, mm-hmm. in that situation, some people might like to take longer, like just take your time, do some, you know, some detail on it.
2: I think that's what how a lot of barbers are. Like, they, like, for example, Dave. Dave charges 50, 60 a cut. Yeah. But, and he has the people that pay it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like... It's just one of those things where you, yeah, you, everybody, but Dave does take like an hour and a half on every fucking client. So.
0: It's, it's detail though. It's detail. Cause. Yeah, you're
2: not going to get a Dave cut no, you know, nowhere else. Like It's just one of those things where it's like.
1: I got to go see it. I'm going to have to stand right there and just
2: watch it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean. It's I with, like with everybody, you know. But see, you're right though, because there's those times where, Niggas can't afford fifty bucks, you know what I'm saying? What if you don't somebody don't have a job? That's why you, you know? I
0: mean you leave it up to the customer. You charge your standard rate and you leave it up I to the know. customer. I don't know. I think they'll tip you if they you, you know, like I bad. tip my barber because he does a good job, always you know I feel like, like
1: bad about charging too much and I think it's because I was always like a hood kid, you
2: know what I'm yeah. saying? I mean too. So you know how it is to yeah. Like you know you knew that your brothers didn't have the money for to go get a haircut, yeah. so you had to cut their hair. So for you it's like, damn, I'm gonna charge this little kid 50 bucks for, yeah, I feel you. Though. Yeah, yeah and that
0: is a good, because like I didn't, my mom didn't have money to give me for a cut all the time, so like. Yeah. And see, like me
2: starting that out, I would, see, I would see that. I yeah. would have like little kids from know. Grant come in and pay me with like quarters and shit.
0: Yeah. And I'd be like, fuck,
2: bro. Like it was and
0: their last. And they
1: really want to get their hair cut with you, you know,
3: like and they I really see, want I've to too. I've
0: seen and heard barbers complain about, oh, this motherfucker didn't give me a tip. Like motherfucker, he probably can't afford it, bro. Yeah, like, I don't ever get mad. Be happy bad. that he paid you. I he hate came. that shit, bro. I hate that. I hate that shit so for like, y'all barbers out there bitching, just, yeah, bro, like yeah. just do your job and be happy that client came to you. I've man. never, shit ever,
1: like literally, I had some clients like since I don't have change, and like they don't have it, and they want to give me a tip, and I'm like, don't worry about it, just don't worry about it, yes. don't worry be about grateful. it. Go, you know, like, I hate that shit. Yeah. yeah, I'm not gonna be like, oh, let me keep the whole twenty, you know? <laughs> like, no, I'm just gonna, and I don't ever tell them like to, I like. Not nah, next time. No, I just be like, no, nah, don't worry about it. You're like, you're good. And then if they want to give me extra next time, that's on them. Yeah, but they don't need to do exactly. that. Exactly. You know, so I, I don't I don't ever try to make people feel like that. My I even feel bad because like I have like this little square app thing. And sometimes like the thing asks, like if you want to leave a tip, you know, it's just that's how the app is. Like it asks for it to leave a tip. And sometimes I feel like it almost makes people feel like they have to leave a tip. But mm. I don't want them to feel like that. And That almost like you know, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just answer that little question for me, and then go mm. ahead and sign. And then, it, uh, then with that little question, sometimes I have some people. I guess they don't read it good, and they're just like, "What's this about?" And I'm like, "Oh, if you want to leave a tip, but it's almost like I feel like by me it's even guilt. saying that,
0: it's guilt at that point. Yeah, yeah, I feel like, like yeah, you
2: no, know,
1: like what if they don't got it? And I just exactly. feel they bad, and you know. Bad. Yeah, but I don't know I, and you know they're what i
2: compassionate. There's a lot of people that really like it's not that they're not compassionate It's just they're about their money. So
1: yeah, I Try not to like like if people pay on the car and they tip me or anything Like I try not to lever Like I never look and see what people got me like whatever I get is what I get That's it. And I think
2: that's one of the hardest things is like balance, like no because you know, you don't want to like under charge for yourself but then you don't want to, you know so you like finding that
1: yeah
2: yeah balance that is, balance is, is tough because yeah. you, and don't, I you know
1: went up you know what I'm saying I mean I used to at the I guys we used to charge cheap you know I started charging like twelve dollars a cut you know just a basic cut and if it was like a fade it was like fifteen dollars you know yeah. we were
2: talking about that shit the other day we were like because we, we, we all we all worked at $15. at the same place when we were younger so we were like like, damn, bro, we we would have to fucking do double the cuts and get yep. paid. Not even what, like, right now we can do three cuts and that's what we would make. And they okay. yep. cutting like a shit ton of heads, yeah, bro. Yeah. yeah. The I
3: definitely
0: amount. feel that, yeah. Because I, I was one that was like.
2: It's one of those things where you do kind of like get a little mad. I, I understand that frustration. Like, no, nah, y'all little niggas need to go through the same shit that we have to go through. Yeah. But then at the same double time, yourself. at the same time, I think about it and I'm like, well, shit. Am I being a hater? Because they didn't have to do what I had to do to... No, fuck
0: that. It's like, it's like... It's like with the no, rich kid. Ah, oh, this motherfucker was born rich, spoiled brat, whatever. Yeah. Like that's not his fault. He didn't fucking. No, it's
1: not his fault, but I, it I, does I mean, humble you. Like it humbles you. It does. You, I mean, you know? but it that's up to the parent like, though. Learn how to grind. At, learn how to but no, grind. No, but that's like,
0: not that up fucking, to the kid. That's up to the parent. The parent is the one. like think if that they I'm don't rich.
1: Gotta work that hard, you know? What right? I mean? If no, I'm rich, everybody gotta work around here to get paid.
0: If I'm rich, I'm gonna make sure like. My kid works for his shit. Like I'm not just gonna yeah, hand it to them. Like they need to learn it. because what happens with that is like when you, you enable have, them basically. Right.
1: Enabling them. And that's what's wrong. Sorry, that's what's wrong with America is that we always enable our like our kids. You know, I hear so many and I have a lot of clientele that have kids and a lot of them no no names. And I've heard not just not my client, not just my clients, not all my clients, because some of them, like, you know, they they doing what they're supposed to be doing. But I've heard a lot of people just around, being around a lot of people. They try to give their kids everything. They spoil them rotten, and they enable them. And their kids just don't do what they're supposed to be doing. They don't. You're just building them like it's
0: already this generation as it is is already soft as hell. So like you're making it even worse. Like I
2: hate when I'm cutting a kid's hair and then he starts bitching. So the dad's like just gives him the tablet. I'm like, bro, like. No, make this little nigga sit here and be still for fucking 30 minutes. He can do that. You know, he's yeah. not going to die from fucking work. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to tell him how to fucking. Exactly. Guys, it, it goes kids. back to what we were yeah. talking about last time. Because <laughs> oh, kids would go.
0: Oh, <laughs> no, I, kids would go <laughs> work, back working in retail. They would go fucking pick out the phone cases and just throw him. And then. The oh, they're and just shit. laughing shit. Yeah. like. I oh, had oh this they would little, see like, oh, stay still, que se quieto, and that's it. Like some soft oh. shit. Like I'd be like, no, like I, if I give you this look, like my mom would give me that look, and I'm like, yep,
3: my dad, that's why I'm
0: fucking and I'm gonna, as a parent, when it's time for me to be a parent, I got, I got to make sure I'm like, dude, keeping that same tradition that way. I you just can't give my kid grows up the way I do.
1: You just can't give them everything. You got to be like tough on them. Yeah, and like literally, this is like, like if you want to. You want your kids to succeed you need to tell you gotta need to teach them how to survive mm-hmm. in this world And in order for them to be taught like how to survive You need to like be tough on them and tell them that life ain't fair And we all got to work hard for what the fuck we have you know what I'm saying?
2: Yeah. I had a fucking teacher in high school one day and I was like I told her I was like, man, that's not fair Bro, she flipped the fuck out. She was like, "Life isn't fair." Yeah. And then I was just looking at her like a crazy bitch. I was like, "Man, this bitch is tripping." Yeah. <laughs> but now, like, I maybe she I was hear going that. You know it, what I'm saying? She like, she got tired of it. Maybe like, she got tired of it. Like, the, She was just she the older the lady that had been through life, so she knew what life wasn't fair. You know. So I, that was my response. I was like, "Man, that ain't fair." And then she was like, "Like, she flipped the fuck out." Now I get her. Back then I was like. Fucking so if,
0: if you had to give any young female that wants to pursue, you know, the hair and barbering, what would be the advice you would give them to don't be successful? Don't give up.
1: Keep pushing. Like, there's going to be times where, like, you don't do a good job. And you're going to feel like shit. You're going to feel like I came home and cried one time because I felt like I fucked up this girl's hair. Like, I didn't feel like I fucked it up, but I felt like I could have done better and I didn't know how to fix it. And I tried to fix it, but then she was already mad. She didn't want me to fix it. And I felt so bad. I felt terrible. And, you know, that type of, that's going to happen to you. That happens to everybody. Failure happens to everybody. And you have to go through that failure to get yourself back up. And, like, keep pushing harder and not make that mistake. Like, I've made mistakes, and, I, and you have to learn from them. You know what I'm saying? So, like, if you ever feel like you messed up or you didn't do your best, you know, you're just going to have to say, fuck it. <sighs> like, cry it out. Do whatever you got to do. Tell somebody. Tell them, you know, talk, talk to somebody about it. Let it out. And then get back up and keep pushing. Keep pushing, keep pushing. Because we're not all perfect. And like I said, everybody has to start from the bottom. You're not gonna be great right away. You're not. And that's what people don't get. That's why I was mad about the little kids. You're not gonna be great right away. You gotta put in the time and the work ethic to be good. You know what I'm saying? To be great. You have to like uh, you, keep,
2: you have to that's the biggest thing you get. Yeah. Like with the podcast, people ask me all the time, they're like, So what do you do y'all get paid? Do y'all what Like, you know, they're kind of, like, curious about it because they know we take the time to do it, and... We're really nice. They're like, how the fuck are these dudes? You know why? Yeah. So it's, like, I mean, it's, it's like, bro, Like, I, I explained to them, I'm like, we're on episode 14. So right now we're not, we're having fun with it. We're just. Exactly. We learn from we,
0: every, every guest. Yeah.
2: By the time we get to episode 1,000, you know what I'm saying? Then at that point we what paid I mean? our dues, you know? Like,
0: hey, what you that's that's yeah. what, like, what I find. And then, uh, like, I, no, I,
2: well, like, the thing is that with podcasts, like Joe Rogan is the number one podcast. And how many podcasts does he have?
0: 1,000 plus.
2: Plus, you know what I'm saying? So, like, people don't see that shit. They just see yeah. the fucking Elon Musk and all the big names. You know, but but they, they, like, they exactly, don't see the Karinas what... or the Easies or the, you know, like the. Exactly. Yeah.
0: So, um, yeah, I, I, my thing with that is like, some people come up to me and like, oh, you know, are you getting paid for the YouTube videos or the podcast and This, I'm like, I'm not getting paid for it. But th- these are people that want to pursue that same thing, and they're just looking at it as the money way, uh, the money wise. So I'm like. Really, I don't look at the money. I'm not even worried about that. To me, I'm building. I want to build the audience first, and then also bring value to the viewer, listener. You know, so that's my focus. I don't give a fuck about the money because I know that's gonna come later. If it comes, if it doesn't, I'm still. I still like this it's shit. It's kind
1: of like YouTubers,
0: you yeah, know? yeah. I still like this shit. I still like it. I'm still. Good do question:
2: it. At what point financially did you feel that you were, you like that was it? Like the moment where you're like, I'm not gonna have to fucking have a job ever again. At what point were you just like, I'll never fucking have to go back Would to? Was it when you
0: went to that aesthetic uh, guy and you talked to him? No, because uh, this I know. One, I, I, this because,
2: one... because I know there was commission. So at first you no, weren't making this, shit.
1: This one was the one where I felt like, all right, like damn, like because in this one I started making like way more money, you know, because the booth rent is not even that expensive, and like the first year. I was like figuring it out and I started losing clients. But at the same time, I was gaining clients because a lot of the people that I work with seen that I was so good at being a barber. So they started, you know, sending me people like, damn, girl, like we don't have nobody that's as good as you. We're going to send you our people, you know, I started sending me people. So I was losing a lot of my like Hispanic, Hispanic clients, but I was gaining a lot of like different types of clients. And then at the same time, you know, you we might be a, are we out
0: of batteries? Sorry. We're
2: still good. Yeah and, uh, good.
1: Go So I was gaining I was losing and then gaining some and I just kept realizing you know what no I'm gonna lose clients all the time I'm gonna keep losing clients forever, but I'm gonna keep gaining clients if I keep doing it, right? Mm-hmm. i like, as long as I keep like improving myself I'm always gonna keep gaining new people and there's gonna be people that are just gonna come and go but I noticed that my money started getting you know and I was like damn oh shit you know like yeah this, really, yeah, this really started working and i started feeling good and then um i think like maybe like a year in i was already like i had a couple good weeks like in a row in the summertime and i was just like damn you know like yeah. i'm feeling good Yeah, this is what they were talking about you know what i'm saying this is what they were this is what it's oh, supposed yeah. to be
2: how many years is that now so how many years of 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 just because that yeah. just happened to me. <laughs> that fucking fade, like, fading up right now. Because yeah. I was making money before. You know what? I had
0: seen But you got it. that, you, you went through that roller coaster. Yeah, like, like, uh, went... like, I
2: would go to shops, do really good, and then uh, that shop would shut down or something, and then i go yeah. to the, so I was just like a, so easy. now. I feel like, yeah.
1: You have to get a steady clientele.
2: Yeah. Now I have a steady clientele, and then, like, walk-ins come in, so it's like. And then school, too. the first few, week, yeah, and then school I was going was to school. School a big So it was like, I was like, I didn't have the time, so, like, this last week. It was, like, the first week that I had Tuesday
0: through Saturday. I think it you a couple
1: weeks like that and you see that it doesn't drop, yeah. that's whenever you're like, hell yeah. like.
0: And not only that, man, I think... It, it's
1: uh, only up. You can't really drop that yeah. much anymore, you know? And the
0: crazy part is, like, you're enjoying it. Like, that's something that's like, like you're making money, but you hate the job. It's like, you're enjoying that shit. So, like, that's, like, to me, like, with all this coronavirus shit and all that good jazz, like, I have a part-time job at Verizon, which is something I... I can see myself working at as far as like a part-time job and selling people phone because I like to talk to them, interact and networking, right? And then on the side, I've been doing a lot of like video stuff, photography stuff, and and it's crazy because it's like, damn, like you know, like shit, like I'm I'm I'm, I'm getting back to my feet because when I started with the photography shit, videography shit, like it was a roller coaster, and it got to the point where that roller coaster was going down, so it's like shit, what am I gonna do and shit, so. Yeah, now I'm at that point where it's, like, I'm up here now, and I'm, like, just making good money. I've, you know, cut a lot of my bills where it's, like, what I need. I'm happy with it. And now it's everything. Is you just you like, have
2: to engineer your life to fucking make it work if you really want it. Yeah. Like that's you have just, to believe
1: in yourself, too. You really have to believe in yourself. Like, I think. And as long as
0: you don't stay, you don't get comfortable. Because to me, it's, like, just because I have a part-time job, like. And there's steady income coming in like I, I can't be comfortable with that. I got to keep moving and I'm always on the go. I haven't had a day off these past two weeks. Ever since I started training, I haven't had a day off because I'm always doing other shit on the side. And shit right now with this coronavirus so, shit.
2: Both of uh, y'all uh, work out. How how uh, important would you say working out is to keeping the well, success going? I, I, you think it has a lot
0: to do with it? Um, go ahead. Yeah, let me get your take on that.
1: Well, I think one thing about working out, for example, I like running and I like I like all types of exercise, but running is a big one for me that taught me how to keep pushing. I feel like I can never give up running because running to me is like when I run, I clear my head. It kind of takes away a lot of my stress. And then when I'm running, I'm thinking about, like, what I got to do now or what I got to do. I don't even notice that I'm running sometimes because I'm just, like, so, like, into, like, my mind. And it releases stress. And it also makes me feel better. And I just feel like sometimes I want to give up, like, on and just start walking, you know. And I'm like, nah, fuck that shit. You can do this shit. You can do this. You've done this so many times. You know you can do this. Keep pushing. Keep doing it. You got this. And I feel like that has always like made my mind like not be a quitter it always makes me like not want to be not not be a quitter like with exercise like fitness and all that like exercising that I just feel like I feel cool to feel strong, you know, like lifting weights and stuff. Like I'm like, damn, oh shit, like you know, and I could do push-ups and I could do this. But like, you know, um, for me in my uh, fitness journey, I've gone through a roller coaster, and I think it just has to do with life in general. Like life hits you, and sometimes you go
0: through. You went through now. your fucking drinking phase too, huh? Like I where know, you were. I, was
1: young. Oh, I mean, I did that real young.
0: I think we all need to do that. We all need to go through it. We yeah. all need to go through that shit. Do you think, think so? Young, I, yeah. think, we yeah. do, I, I think, think we do, bro. I think we do, and then that's like. The reason why is because once you go through it and you get all these hangovers and you fucking go all you never crazy do it again <laughs> and you you hooking up with other chicks or guys or whatever you just when it's time for you to wake up and be like all right, I'm over this shit, I already have my experience my fun, let me focus on the next thing you know so I think exercising fitting that and
2: the the reason why I ask is because you guys are busy people, but you still from when I've known you guys. incorporate it somehow like you're always at same jam like we
0: talked about i went through a slump where i wasn't hitting it i just didn't give a fuck but i was like you know what like i've always like to challenge myself physically and it's always like a good escapism for that hour that i'm working out because it's a challenge mentally physically and it's sometimes time for me to think like other shit the next project or sometimes it's a good time for me to just Fuck the world. Let me just get this session in and stress reliever. So I I feel like it's very important. It goes back to finding the why. Why are you in the gym? Why are you running? And having a better just reason behind it. Because at the end of the day, I think my why is just feeling better is one. Feeling better, looking better. And then failure. If I don't go, I'm like, I fail. Like, bro, like I'm there's 24 hours a day. I need minimum one hour. I'm not, like, what the fuck am I doing then, you know? Like, why am I not taking an hour of my day to better myself physically and mentally, you know? So. I don't know. You just got to fit it somewhere. Yeah. You just got to fit it somewhere. There's gyms that are 24 hours. Find your way. Find discipline. Create discipline more than anything because you're not going to feel 100% all the time. You're not. So you got to make sure when you're feeling like shit. Like, there was one time I was like, I, I, I didn't get enough sleep, and I was feeling like shit. My energy was low, but I was like, I got to go in there and get it. I got to go in there and get okay. it because. If not, I'm going to feel like a complete failure. Do you
1: you feel like you're an athlete?
0: I like to think I am.
1: That's how I feel about myself. I feel like I'm an athlete. I feel like I literally feel like that. Like if somebody asked me, I'm like, no, I'm a fucking athlete. And I feel like because I've always done sports when I was growing up. So I feel like I can never give up like working out and doing stuff like that. You're going to get old. I don't, and that's gonna go away. Yeah, and I just that's feel the like, way I see it. I don't a, have to keep working out. Like, exactly. I always worked out since I was little. I've always like done track, cross country. I tried to do basketball one time. I tried. I did dance. I was a dancer. So like, I always feel like, no, I'm an athlete. Like, I did boxing. I was a boxer. Yeah, I mean,
0: you do. You got it. Yeah. Cause look, like come to, to the realization. The <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, Don't mind. My shit started hurting. I was like,
0: <laughs> yeah, you got to come to the realization that your prime is gonna be from your fucking twelve. Well, actually, let's say the 18 all the way until you're 35. That's like even like probably shorter than that, probably 33. That's when I like I'm I'm fast. So when I play basketball, that's something I take advantage of my speed. Right. I'm athletic so I can jump. You
1: feel sad if you don't if you feel slow. You know, so exactly.
0: So that's why, like, I haven't folk like my focus anymore wasn't to get big. Like I used to like I want to get big buff and shit, but I'm like, I'm gonna be stiff as fuck. And I won't have the speed I have and that athleticism. So oh, I'll sacrifice right. that. There's a
2: healthiness because i big. Usually, I mean, being big, that's true. Yeah. Be, so like, like, I guess it's cool, but at the end of the day, like. I'll do that when of, I'm
0: 40, man. Like, you feel out of breath. I'll do that, like, that's when I get to the rocks level yeah, type, type shit, you know? Like, right now, I just like to be fast. I like to be athletic. I like to be just be able to play basketball in school anybody. I feel confident. Like, I'm not the best motherfucker out there, but I like to challenge anybody. Like. Up, I'm up to challenges. I'll scrape anybody. Like, that's how I just feel, you know? So I think it, it's very important to just find a way, the why behind it, go for it, and that's it. So uh, we've been here for an hour and 43 minutes. So Damn. before we wrap this up, it's been a good-ass podcast. Before we wrap <laughs> this up, I got one more question for you, Karina. Mm-hmm. If you had to go back in time five years from now, travel back in time, tell yourself, like, hey, change this, do this, what would you have done?
1: I think believe in myself more. So
0: believe. you would say confidence? Yeah. You, you lacked of that?
1: Yeah, I think sometimes I, I get scared. I get scared. Like like recently, like, you know, I know I need to take that next step. And I feel like sometimes, like what he said, like you just come up with scenarios and you're scared of failure. So I just think I just, you know, grow some balls, maybe left the other salon sooner and like moved. So then, yeah, moved quicker, maybe not stayed there that long, like, believed more just in myself.
0: Yeah, I think failure is just part of it. You, you just got to be, you, if you are not afraid of failure, you're going to succeed. That's what it is, and that's a lot of people are just, that's why they stay in their comfort zone, because they're scared. Well, yeah,
2: it's it, 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 it sucks going through failure, you know, because it does, it's sad. It's like, it hurts. It's like, then when you work out, that shit, you know, is going to hurt, but that's what it is. That's- Pain is temporarily
0: at the end of the day. So, yeah, that's some good good intake on that. Um, That's it, brother. You got anything else? That's it. it. So we're going to go ahead and wrap this up. Karina, thank you once again for stopping by, taking the time. You gave us some good insight. First female, too. So that's a big, big shout Shout out. For real, huh? Yeah, yeah. yeah, She was down (laughs) from the get-go. So, yeah, we're going to wrap this up, ladies and gentlemen. We are out. Peace.